what's up everything the blues are out of the playoffs and the 2g1c podcast is out of its old studios and into a new slightly better and more carpeted studio the floor may be soft but our takes will be stiff as hell as we skewer this team it's time to air our grievances against the 2020-21 squad so let's get started and let's go doug armstrong Postseason, post postseason, off season. That's oh, the word yeah. I'm looking for. Edition of the twenty of the two guys one cup podcast. It is May twenty eighth, Friday, May twenty eighth, and we are here in our new uh, studio. I guess yeah. at this, what you can graciously call this. We finally Maybe got all the that acoustics money. Acoustics are better. There's yeah. no hardwood for sound to bounce off of. We got a new mic, folks. We're trying. <laughs> We're <laughs> we, trying. We are. We're trying. And Ian, this move, it's just, it's never going to be done. I know it's three days away and it'll be done, but we're, but the worst part is we're done with all the moving stuff and now it's just the cleaning up my family's craft stuff (laughs) and that's not good. It's a never, never ending pile. I had honest junk come today, which folks, they don't pay us to advertise because nobody ever will, but Honest Drunk Removal, great service. Go <laughs> go patronage them if you ever have a, clean, a house to clean out of four generations of crap. <laughs> I don't know if they can fit that on the side of their truck. Well, you know, <laughs> that's right, exactly. That's, well, you know, that's we, can, slogan. we can get them one of our little, like, logos, a PNG of our logo, and they can slap that on their official sponsor that, you know, that's probably yeah. going to happen for sure. Uh, and been there, dumped that. I've got a dumpster on the driveway, and I'm still not convinced it's going to be enough. It's a, it's a, it's a it's real overflow. It's a ruinous hellscape. Well, I'll tell you what the dumpster <laughs> is overflowing with: just actual water. Oh Because no. this thing is tilted. Because our driveway is tilted, no. so it's on the driveway, and so like the front half of it is like probably like six, eight inches deep, maybe even deeper of water. I don't know why they didn't put any sort of like drain or like <laughs> valve or anything, yeah. but like that storm hit yesterday where it just poured for yeah. like an hour or two. And I was just like, okay, well, you know, it's all trash anyway, so I guess I don't really care, but it was unfortunate. Not until they open it up and they get spewed with trash water well, exactly well that's on them you should have thought of that when you delivered it that way where i asked you to uh, so you know hopefully next week i'll be sane again but the blues won't be in the playoffs so it won't matter no. ian you're back from hawaii this is the first time we've potted face to face do i look tanner has it only been two weeks did we pod yeah right before you left it feels like much longer I know, right? you do look a little tanner now that you mention it i'm, not. I'm gonna start calling you tanner i would never do that no. that's a hockey player name for sure tanner. oh yeah how are pearson caps caspic yep, yeah there yeah. you go so uh, many that's a nor- that's a normal hockey name now. yeah it's not your your Caden, your Raidens, yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. Um, <laughs> we, I had a coworker text me that she had friends 
that had they all had Z names and I forget the first two. They were all a little weird, but the third one was Zayden mm-hmm. and I sent that to you and I was like, that kid's getting drafted in twenty thirty four for sure. Oh, yeah. Zayden <sighs> That's going too far. That's you gotta name your kid. You okay. gotta have okay. respect okay. for your kids, you know? Don't people ever just stop and think? I don't like where is this name coming from? Aren't names I know names historically are like this is a, a play on this name and that's how you get new names like they're always going to do this but why do they sound so stupid now yeah uh, i also like i i'm all for i get that you want to be original yeah but there's yeah. such a difference between being original and being stupid well, and at yeah, this point yeah. also like james would be original but mm-hmm. like like my niece is named athena and at first i was like i hate this i think i've told my brother this if not sorry bill it's true <laughs> but now i'm like no that's actually a dope name yeah. you know and she i mean she you know it's also the name i associate with her now so it's grown on me that way but it's like you know but like comparatively my whole point is that comparatively that's taking a real name that's just uncommon yeah. and applying it to a human person. Whereas taking Zayden or, you know, Rayclon or whatever is like, <laughs> those are just made up names. Yeah. That's just gibberish. That's just Moon Man talk. That's what I mean. So. Where, do they, where do these come from? Where do you think like, you know what? That'd be really good. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. You ever look at a baby and think like, this will be an adult someday. It messes with your head, man. And, and then you're like, and its name is going to be Zayden. Yeah. <laughs> 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 It's going to have to go to a job interview and be like, yeah, 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 it's Satan. No, yeah, no, I do go by my middle name, Rob, you know, because (laughs) why wouldn't I? But yeah, my name's Satan, so that's what all my paperwork's going to be. I'm just kidding. I won't get to sign any paperwork for this country because you're not hiring a guy named Satan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. It does, uh, this first, this is the first child I've been around a lot, and it does mess with you that, like... Like, they were a teeny tiny person that you, like, held, like, in your, like, in the cradle of your arm, like, 18 months ago. 18 months ago yesterday, actually. Oh. Um, And then, um, now she's, like, independent. Not independent, obviously. Like, you couldn't just leave her to fend for herself. But, like, (laughs) she'll walk wherever she wants and she explores things and climbs things and it's like, oh no, you're gonna kill yourself. But in different (laughs) ways. Because, like, it wasn't that long ago where, like, my biggest concern was I literally had to support her head because she could not. And now she's just like, yeah, I'll climb up on this sofa with my you know, one boot on and just, like, roll off the front of it? Because why not? I'm a kid. I'm made of plastic. It's a good thing, yeah, that kids are, like, rubber bones. Yeah. Because they, like, fall and stuff. And I'm like, man, if I fell from that height, I would sprain something. Especially, like, comparatively that height, too. Like, if you fell, you know, because a couch to her is her whole body height. Oh, yeah. If I fall, like, six feet (laughs) off of something. I'm I'm injured for a week at least, minimum. And that's if I fall, like, gently, like, on my back. (laughs) Uh, speaking of falling on their backs, the 2020-21 St. <laughs> Louis Blues. Uh, Ian, like I said earlier, we haven't gotten to pod uh, since the elimination. What did you think? Were you surprised by the sweep? You oh, called no. a gentleman's sweep, didn't you? Or what did you... What, what did I call? What did you all no, 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 no. I thought it was going to be six games? Uh, I want to say. Let me pull this the up. The old Tom Stillman special. Yeah, I, I mean, my heart my heart my brain said sweep my heart said no definitely not <laughs> no right? never never in a million years um but indeed it was yeah. like 
It made sense what I call what I call it. I said Colorado in seven. Mm. Wow, what was I thinking? <laughs> Idiot. Jesus. Um, I was drinking the Ryan O'Reilly Kool-Aid. <laughs> That's what was going on. I don't know. It makes sense. It's a. I think we said that on another episode. Like it makes sense that they got swept. Mm-hmm. Um, at very least, it makes a complete sense that they lost. I don't know. Maybe they could have gotten yeah the gentleman sweep and won a game or something. But just nobody was clicking. Nobody was clicking on this team. It was literally the exact opposite of winning the cup, in the sense that everyone was clicking on that team at given at different points in times throughout the whole run. And in this four games, no one clicked. Yeah. At all. And in fact, the one person that might have clicked. Had COVID, um, and Perron was out. So I was just, I don't know. I saw a lot of people saying, you know, if Perron was in, that's a different series. I'm like, yeah, in the sense that David Perron gets to get swept as well. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe it's, you know, I'll give David Perron so much credit and say that if he's in the series, maybe we win a game. Games, we yeah. win a game. Um, and that's no, that's no discredit to him, but he's one man, um, a great man, but he's one man. Uh, I don't know. This is what we thought, right? Like, to me, the Blues are on, without getting too deep yet, they're just on the trajectory that you and I thought they would be, which is not as good as they were before. And they've proven it. And Mm -hmm. then it's like, you just hit the next marker of, like, will they proceed to go further? Or will they stabilize? Or will they improve? And some of those options are a lot harder to achieve than the others. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're going to talk about it a lot. That's what this whole episode is going to be about. But it's just, it's one thing to analyze the boys on their own as are they good or are they bad? And we'll do a lot of that tonight. But if you look at the division they're going to be in and then the conference they're going to be in, I think the Avs are going to find a way to get both Landeskog and Makar under contract. Yeah. Um, but even if even if Landis Cog leaves, they're still so much better than us. Even if Landis Cog leaves and we sign him, they're still significantly better than us, in my opinion. Um, and you know, the Wild are get, they're probably going to lose tonight in Game Seven, but they gave the the Golden Knights hell. I certainly wouldn't rate us in a seven game series against them necessarily. Um, who else is, you know, uh, the Coyotes gave us hell this season at times. Yeah. The Blackhawks are always going to play us. tough against yeah. us and weren't, weren't much worse than us this season. Yeah. Nashville, I think we'd all kind of written off, but they just gave the Hurricanes fits in a six, what was a six game yeah. series, but with like four overtimes in the final four games. Yeah. I mean, it was close. So like, I just don't think. I think it's almost worse when you compare us to our competition because I see a lot of teams that we're not we're not going to have the Kings and Ducks and Sharks to beat up on this year, mm. this upcoming year. We're going to have a lot of teams that are awful to play against for us. Is there anybody that you, like... Favor us in the matchup? Jets? The Jets, you know, just swept... The oh, Oilers. Yeah, Edmonton. Uh, the, um, I'm sure there's who one. Who was I just thinking of? The Stars mm. are going to be so much better next year, so much healthier. I I put us close to the bottom of that division in terms of just pure skill right now. Mm. And I know some people probably out there think I'm crazy. And, you know, against the Blackhawks, 
predators. I was going to say, there's your magical matchups that you realize, oh, for some reason the Blues just have a better strategy against the mm-hmm. Stars than you would think. But yeah, yeah it, on paper it doesn't look overly favorable. Yeah. There are players on each one of those teams that I'd probably take ahead of any player on our team, for yeah. one thing. Which I know, I know that skill you know the elite top end skill has never been what made the blues successful but now it's like but now the whole team isn't good enough you know because when that was working for us we had tarasenko in his prime petrangelo who is probably was probably our most top end skill player Mm. overall um you know o'reilly during the cup year schwartz when he was actually good we'll talk about him later you know, Shin, when he was on fire and scoring 70 points in a season, um, you know, Fabry, when he was healthy, like all those guys came in and out and you just were so much deeper. And now I just think my, my hope is, and I've said this a lot, but like my hope is that Armstrong, he always talks about the cycles of, of contention and cup windows and that mm. sort of stuff. And my hope is that even though he said, he said the window's still open, right? I don't even know. I don't see anywhere where he literally said it, but I think mm-hmm. a lot of people are basically writing. He thinks, you know, that they're they can still contend yeah. in the coming years. And I hope I I hope that even if that's true, like he thinks that they can do it with some significant changes. Yeah, just you like, know, like, I would agree. So, but I would agree, but not with this current team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing is like they talk about the depth on the Blues all the time, and we'll talk about it when you get to the players, but like. There's depth in like players that you know and players that I guess aren't necessarily AHL scrubs. Like maybe some teams really after two or three people get hurt, they're calling up career AHLers that are not very good. Uh-huh. But like our depth isn't our depth is talked about and bandied about like in name, but I don't really see it sometimes. I'm like, hey, we've got if someone goes down, we can throw in um, Zach Sanford now or whatever, and then after that we can throw in uh, Nathan Walker, and then after that we can throw in like, you know, on defense I, Santini, and I'm like, okay, but this isn't good depth. I really think I had a crystallizing moment, and I can't decide if I can't remember if we discussed this the last time we did the pod while you were in Hawaii, or if it was while I was ranting and raving on one of the solo episodes. But like, I feel like our top six guys are actually middle six guys. Mm. There's nobody on our team right now other than ryan o'reilly and even he is a little debatable that i'm like this guy is ideally suited for a modern day nhl number one line yeah o'reilly sure I, he can definitely do it yeah but he's, he's not the dry sidle the mcdavid the matthews the he's not that kind of center mm-hmm. you know if he was if he was your number two center freaking incredible Mm -hmm. you know like unbelievable but as your number one like he's great he's phenomenal he does everything that he does really well but i mean we saw with we saw the mckinnon landis call line skate all over his line Mm. all series you know and and that's no shame on him a lot of teams are going (laughs) to suffer that fate this year but like but he being the least bad example because like tarasenko right now you don't know what he is mm-hmm. he apparently is injured but not injured enough to not go to the world juniors or not the world juniors just the world's uh schwartz and then we'll talk about him but he not a top six guy yeah. probably the worst season of his career in some ways this year mm-hmm. um shin 
terrible for the second half of the season, has been terrible in long stretches at different times. You know, I just don't, I don't see, Kairu. I think could be a top six guy, maybe is the next closest guy I'd consider to that. Mm-hmm. Certainly on a skill level, you know, you just want to see him put it all together for longer and maybe get to a 50 point season, 60 point season instead. But like, I just look at our roster and, and there's more questions than answers. And then when you talk about like, we, yeah, we've got so much depth. Yeah, but then the depth is like bottom six guys that we're calling middle six guys. Mm. Like Zach Sanford, I think a pretty good penalty killer. Yeah. And has some scoring upside, but he's never going to be consistent enough to be a top six guy. Or even really like a, you don't really want him on your second line or your, you know. You, yeah, that's the thing is like. Sammy Blay, so, sort of that same category. Yeah, yeah. Ivan Barbashev is great, but like when he starts on your top line. In game four, I'm like, yeah, that's such a desperation move. That's yeah. just like the typical Baruby. I'm just going to throw the names in a hat and pull out the lines. Those are guys, especially like Barbashev, that can fill in for like a game or two. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, you're, you know, you're serviceable there. And you yeah. Can be, or you can be moved up there during the game. But like when they're like, this is our solution for a stretch of games. Yeah. It's like, no, man, no, no, no. And that's no disrespect to those guys. Yeah. Like your Barbashev and your Sunquest, especially those two guys. Yeah are freaking superstars if you have a really good team Mm -hmm. and they can play their role and then move up when they need to and move down like they're amazing to have and they're cost controlled they're so valuable those are guys i wouldn't give up for the world if the team is good yeah yeah. but like when you're asking them to play overexposed and play roles that they aren't suited for they'll do it and they'll give it their all but it's just not going to be good enough. yeah that's like... and you saw that when barbershop just missed the wide open shot mm-hmm. you know i don't blame him because he's not like a number one left wing yeah, typically like you know finisher. but like yeah that's the stuff where then you have like zach or you have zach samford and i guess to a lesser extent sammy blay that really should be filling like a top nine role mm-hmm. i mean i know they can both be chalked on the fourth line but it's like they have a little more skill than that and they should be able to use it but they don't consistently and they look kind of lost here and there and it's like okay well you're not the ideal fourth line or we already got those guys so you need to be filling in at a third even second line space and you're not either and it's like i know you're always going to have someone kind of in the wrong position that needs to be playing better and whatever but we just i feel like we have too many of those right now mm-hmm. um and again i've seen people say like well you know we don't have these superstars but that's blues hockey you know it's scoring by committee and it's like we're not always we're not going to have anyone over yeah blues hockey dollars. like when we have brett hall <laughs> and... well yeah. that's such a that particular yeah. argument it's like retroactive it's... it pisses me off the the eight million dollars specifically yeah. Because it's like, yeah, because we've never had anyone worth paying $8 million. <laughs> yeah. Do you think if this team had like slid into like the number one pick when Connor McDavid was there that we wouldn't be paying him $13 million right it's, now? It's a team game. It's like, yeah, and you're an idiot, you know? Like, <laughs> I do I do kind of like that. We're like, yo, this isn't the NBA or whatever. This is, like, this is like a team game where it's like 18 of us out there. I'm like, yeah, but there's still people... That can single-handedly change the yeah. game for you when they are out there. Um, yeah, I guess what I'm going to say is, like, if it's a team game and you talk about, like, the Blues, um, I don't know, their plan being to score by committee, win by committee, have all these different players that are um, where the team's greater than the sum of its parts, you still need the sum of its parts to be kind of good. And yeah. I think you kind of talked about at the beginning, the parts aren't good right now. Like, a lot of the parts aren't good. And so it's like, now you're, if that's your strategy... 
you it's need bad. better parts. <laughs> yeah, you need and then on parts. top of that, I don't think the cohesion is very good. And we'll dive into yeah. all that. Um, why don't we do this real quick? Since this is going to be a blues-heavy episode, yeah. why don't we real quick go through the other playoff series okay. and just see if you have any thoughts, because you haven't gotten to talk about it. Vegas is up two goals on the Wild, entering the third mm. of their series, so probably going to win. But the Wild really impressed me in this series. Yeah, their comeback games, I think they've come back on a couple teams late in the season. So Yeah, I mean, possible. they could. It's not over, for sure. They were, they were down... Two different times and no, came back. No, if it was the Blues in their position, over, oh, over game over. Over 100%, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Uh, Toronto. <laughs> um, <laughs> Le- <laughs> I just wanted, I know it won't, I know it won't, but it could though, because it's Toronto. <laughs> oh, I real like, of course I, I just want, want the Habs to win, seven. but I need game just, seven. Yeah, just give me the game sweat. seven so they're like, oh. Even if they win it, they'll probably convince themselves that like, that's actually a good thing. Like they had to face adversity, but it's not. <laughs> you couldn't put away the Canadians. That's the thing. If you struggle against Canadians and then you go up against a Jets team that just swept the Oilers. Oh, you're in trouble. I think they're in trouble against the Jets. I know last time we yeah. said not so much, but like that Jets team is feisty. I just wanted to say that feels like lesser lesser talent than Toronto, but that's a lot of teams, obviously. Uh-huh. But like, but they're just they're they're more grit. They're more that's like a playoff team versus and like Toronto's just not. I don't know. I'm not convinced. Also, I'll take Connor Hellebuck over Jack Campbell. Yeah, hundred <laughs> um, percent. How does their the, Toronto's power play is like? God awful and it's like blows my mind that they yeah. can't score on the power play with the talent yeah there. i don't i don't get it that's all sheldon keith the john Tavares thing frightening as hell yeah. that was just such a fluke accident and the fight <laughs> i hate this league i hate that like if you accidentally injure somebody you gotta answer i don't the i don't yeah i don't i don't even hate i don't really blame felino for being caught in the passion of the moment. Yeah. And it's also, it's Corey Perry, which changes the dynamic a little bit. I feel mm. like legitimately. Like if it's, I don't know, um, Nick Robertson. Yeah. Or I guess that would have been reversed. But if it's like Nick Suzuki. Yeah. And it just happens, maybe you feel differently. Corey Perry, history of dirty plays. That's not a dirty play at all. But maybe you don't know that in the moment. Or maybe you're just like, screw this guy. I'd fight him anyway. Yeah. I got to do something for the boys. But the people who are like piling on to defend Felino, those are the people where I'm like, come on, guys. You've got to answer the bell of a serious injury, a serious head injury, by risking one to two more serious head injuries. Like, I just don't. We must pay the price by risking the same <laughs> by injury. By risking the I same fate. <laughs> yeah, oh. that just bothers me. And yeah, as you, as you mentioned, the Jets. Oh, the Oilers! How do you not burn it? How do you not burn everything down? I don't. The two things about this series: Mike Smith, yeah, turned back into a pumpkin. Yeah. Not a surprise. Connor McDavid. They don't call penalties in the playoffs. No. And this league would would rather not have its biggest stars shine on its biggest stage. And I don't want to say that's the whole difference in this series. Yeah, yeah. But I do want to point out that this is a guy that was scoring two points a game on average heading into the... More than that, like in the final mm. weeks of the season, more than that. And he's your biggest star, and people don't know who he is in the world. Mm. 
so like I don't I don't I don't want to I don't want to say that to take anything away from the Jets because first of all, if they're not calling them, then yeah, you got to yeah, do just do whatever you're gonna <laughs> you got to do. do it to stop Connor McDavid. I'm not blaming them, but and like, you did. I mean, I know they're close games a lot mm-hmm. of them, but um, kind of like when we talk about the Blues too, like a sweep's a sweep, man. Yeah, for you sure. Get, you get swept and like. There's no like. Uh, it's just, that's the way it is. There's no moral victory here for the Oilers for sure. Um, and McDavid still had a point per game, you know, so like it's not like he was terrible, but I don't know. It's just uh, frustrating to see that. But I do hope the Jets just dirt road the Maple Leafs. I hope, well, I hope the Maple Leafs don't get there, but assuming that even they can't screw this up that badly. Um, that feels like another instance of like if the Habs move on, then they're against like last year's Flyers when they're yeah. playing the Jets. I'm like, hey, we're just here for fun. But yeah, you can beat us because yeah. we don't expect anything. For sure. Could the finals in the East, let's call it the East, uh, be more polar opposites? The Bruins versus Islanders is so black. And the yeah. Hurricanes versus Lightning is just going to be like freaking unmissable yeah. hockey. Uh, the Lightning beat Tampa Bay. Or, sorry, the Lightning beat Florida. That sucks, because I like Florida, but probably inevitable. I know, I feel bad for Florida. I know people, like, really wanted that matchup, and, like, I'm glad that it happened, but also, like, I wish it had happened in the second round for right. Florida. I know, poor Florida, like, has a really good season, and you just face an even better team. They gotta get rid of Bobrovsky. Yeah, I mean, there's issues there. Hey, but... guys. <laughs> <laughs> what you thinking? Wow, what a mistake from day Spencer one. Spencer Knight. Amazing already. Chris Drieger better than Bobrovsky. And he's... Who is going to take Bobrovsky? Nobody. Anybody? No? Can you buy him out and then pay him for uh, oh, what, 25 years? For DPHR amount yeah. of years, perhaps. Carolina scared me. I was really worried they were going to lose to Nashville there for a yeah. hot minute, but they didn't. Um, that goal Martin Natchez scored. <laughs> Marty Natchez, as they say <laughs> these days. But, oh, that was delightful. They're, they're a much better team than I thought they were, even though the their standings prove that. Their whole season proves they're I a good team. Th- I think they take it from the uh, Lightning. Yeah, I really I'd do. love it. I know Kucherov is back. Yeah. And Vasilevsky's real good. Nedelkovic? Nedelkovic. Nedelkovic, that's how they say Nedelkovich. it. Is unproven, but... I like their I mean, chances. Better than tossing and what's his face? Uh, Mrazek. Mrazek yeah. again and again. And no be like, kidding. let's see if it works. Um, I was going to say, man, if Boston moves on and Carolina moves on, uh-huh. and it's like rematch of Eastern Conference Final. But that's only if the seeding works out. Because I forgot that in the third round, oh, yeah. it's just that's anyone just plays anybody. I hope it's Boston, Toronto. If Toronto makes it that far, <laughs> I got. Oh yes. Ooh, and they just do it to him again. Ha 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 ha. Um, Boston beat Washington bad. Uh, I, I think I picked Washington, Washington like in for like. Six I thought games Washington or was gonna win. Kuznetsov is like donezo. Yeah. Their goaltending pretty iffy. I think they talked about. They're just the thoughts. Alex Ovechkin yeah. shoots for. The Gretzky record team now, I think. I, think yeah. that, I don't. I don't know. I know people don't think that, but I sure do. I do feel kind of bad because it's like, okay, you have Ovechkin who's great, you've got Backstrom who's there that's great, and it's like, hey, these guys did so much for us, and they won us the cup. Now they're here, and they're both still pretty good, and we've rewarded them. So the next four years is their reward. So mm-hmm. if we win the cup, cool. If we don't, just know that that's 
the Caps' purpose right now <laughs> is to reward these two players for being great, and that's awesome. But it feels like I don't really know um, what that they're doing. That could be us too. I know. Yeah, they talked a lot about on Thirty One Thoughts about how uh, the Caps and the Blues are very similar in terms of like having won their first cup recently and then kind of not being able to get back there in the immediate aftermath of that cup win and just being kind of in this weird bubble of like, are they good? Are they not good? Mm -hmm. Was the cup a fluke? Which I don't think so. But it can be. uh, The Caps Cup is like, is that what you... Well, I was going to say... Our cup. Sorry. They they asked on their own thoughts if either either cup was a fluke. And I was like going to say, I don't think any cup can be a fluke, but it can be the 2006 Carolina Hurricanes yeah. where you just go, wow, what a wacky, crazy team. And then after that, I think, gone. I think the Caps Cup wasn't, I think in both cases, neither was a fluke, but they were both like at the very tail end of when that team should have won a cup. Right. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. either of those teams should have won them a couple of years earlier and didn't. Mm-hmm. And so then they came back around and won it and it's like, great, but now... So I good. think that's I think that's really true because there are, you know, we rip on this team for being like, oh, of course the Blues got, you know, lost four games in a row to L.A. or Chicago in thirteen and fourteen. But there were teams like you know, even in fifteen, I think specifically when we lost to the Wild mm-hmm. or when we lost to the Sharks in round three in twenty sixteen, where it's like, man, our team is good. We ran into another team that's you know just as good if not better, but like. That those teams could have won cups. I believe that. I think that's true. Yeah. If they're hot or whatever. Yeah. And then we went into the doldrums of like, now we suck. And then we, yeah, you're right. We peeked back out like, now we win. And then we went right back <laughs> down into it. Uh, oh no, crazy. we suck again. Uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins beat the New York Islanders, but Tristan Jari beat the oh, Pittsburgh Penguins. Like, oh. uh, that is that's the whole story of that series. The Penguins were the much better team. Mm. They just had a god awful goalie. What are, are, they, you... are they married to this guy? Do they have? Yeah, like, they have him on a deal. Oh. They, he's got a pretty big big ticket, Ian. Oh. Uh, I don't Good think for it's. Him. Uh, I hate that. I hate. I don't think I like the Thirty One Thoughts <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I like Elliot most of the time. Yeah. He's a little bit like... A cement head. He's a cement head. That's what I was trying to think of the other day. But uh, Merrick, I like. I want to like him, but I also don't. You can tell that he uh, went to college for philosophy. Three, you can really tell it. 3.5 million for two more years for Jari. So nothing nothing terrible. No. Um, Did you hear them say that they could see them getting... Yeah, I think we talked about it earlier. Marc-Andre Fleury yeah. back or Jonathan Quick or someone. You're going to have to shed some fart. salary, but yes. Okay, sure. Why not? I said, go for it. Go for it, uh, Pittsburgh. We'll see what uh, Ron Hextall can do in Cody the offseason. Cody plays for that team. He looked all right, apparently. Oh, yeah. He's been resurrected. He's the... He's the Last year's, last year's, last year's, <laughs> last year's, last year's, last year's, last year's, Cody CC. Um... Final thought on the playoffs, and then we'd go into the Blues, but it's a transition topic, because what did you think about Nazem Kadri getting eight games for his hit oh, on, yeah. on uh, Justin Falk? I think that's fair. Yeah. I think it's silly that you can appeal these things, though. I mean... I I would love... Just once, they yeah. should raise it. Oh, yeah. that's I think just that's dope, that they can, when they appeal, yeah. they go, you get the power to appeal... But I can make it worse. <laughs> they should just one time, because then it'd be like, okay, so do you really want to think appeal, about yeah. your appeal? Because that's the thing. Like everybody should be allowed to appeal, but like, 
that like what do you want him to do not I mean. suspend you for that you and lunatic that's what i mean i'm like i gotta look at you and be like look we want to appeal and be like dude you do this all the time yeah like eight games is being quite nice Considering what we should be giving everyone that does mm-hmm. anything in this league. So yeah, you get eight games and then they already said that he's going to use the whole point of the appeal too is going to be basically say Tom Wilson did worse and you didn't give him anything. And I'm like, okay, then I flipped to Kadri. So I'm like, yeah, that's right. Rail the NHL on this. Roast them over the coals. Because it's like, yeah, man, when you don't do shit consistently, surprise, surprise, people notice. <laughs> <laughs> they come at you and they go, what the fuck's wrong with you? Why am I getting like, oh man. So dumb. I hope, I hope he doesn't get any less games. I kind of hope he gets more because that'd be fun. But that'd I also so feel, awesome. I do feel slightly bad only for the fact that yeah, it's like, dude, we watched worse. We've seen worse happen like three weeks ago, and mm. you're like, no, blinders on. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. I don't like this team <laughs> or this league, rather, not this team. I don't like this team either, particularly. But you know. You don't like 31 Thoughts. You don't That's like right. This, this I don't team. like it. Do I like just think I don't like anything. I maybe think I'm higher than Lambert. Puck, yeah, yeah, maybe you should be on the Puck Soup podcast. I think I should be. Um, <laughs> That's true, though. Every time they talk about something he doesn't like, obviously he's negative about it on that podcast. Uh-huh. But then when they talk about something he does like, or something, a good player, Connor McDavid, he's like, yeah, yeah, Connor McDavid, pretty good player, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like dude, do you, you just why, hate life? Yeah, why are you so sarcastic all the time? It's, it's We're pretty much. sarcastic, but like, come on, bro. There's too, there's, you gotta be happy sometimes. <laughs> come on. <laughs> I would just want to see Ryan Lambert smile one time. Smile for me, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, speaking of podcasts that we love and would never say anything bad about, the 31 Thoughts podcast uh, did have an exp- extensive conversation on the blues, and these quotes diligently transcribed by our very own Ian Peters. Were they transcribed, or did you find them and copy No, I did transcribe them. Oh, look at this guy. That's always fun. I kind of enjoy it, but I also hate it. So something's really weird. It's just what Elliot (laughs) said. Yeah, it's always Elliot, exactly. Uh, They talked, as you mentioned, about whether the Blues win was a fluke, and he said, I gotta tell you, I don't believe when you win the Stanley Cup it is a fluke. I don't believe that. But again, you know, we talked about with Washington, Kuznetsov is still there, but he's lost his effectiveness for whatever reason. They lost Petrangelo. The one thing that interests me the most about the Blues is their general manager. He's fearless, and he will take this very emotionally. Doug Armstrong. Very emotionally. Which I heard and I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know you want your GM to be like cold and like mm-hmm. disconnected and like calm, but I don't. I gotta believe um, fire this team into the sun. <laughs> Elliot kind of believes some of that too, because I have this weird. Has he come out and said on Thirty One Thoughts that him and Doug Armstrong do not have a good relationship? Because I think he's alluded to uh-huh. it that like Armstrong has like not wanted to talk to him or tell him stuff. I think and, so. Yeah. Right? I don't know what I don't know when that was, but I feel like he said that before. And part of me thinks that, like, he's gotten an Elliot, like, to Elliot before, like, yo, dude, I don't like that you got this leak or blah, blah, and, like, mm-hmm. I'm pissed off. And so now Elliot's like, this dude's emotional. That's my read. <laughs> but I wouldn't be wrong. I don't think he's wrong. I don't think he is. We, I mean, we've, we've seen, seen him it. openly weep yeah. about After Ken firing Hitchcock. his father, Ken Hitchcock. <laughs> <laughs> his very own dad. 
Uh, I think that the Petrangelo thing, you know, last year, what did he say? He said, I can't let this player have more power than the owner, basically, right? So if the St. Louis Blues aren't going to give Alex Petrangelo everything he wanted in terms of a full new move clause, that tells you that that organization is married to no player. So after a finish like this one, and you know this is kind of the philosophy of the organization, if I was a player on the St. Louis Blues, I wouldn't feel incredibly comfortable about what could happen. Obviously, I think some players are closer to the too untouchable than others, but you know, it's hard not to look at this and say, what could they do? To me, they are going to be one of the more interesting teams in the offseason because they won't think that this will be acceptable. Um, Asked about his thoughts on Hoffman, Bozak, and Schwartz, he says, boy, I got to think that Bozak is going elsewhere. Hoffman, it just didn't work. I don't see him staying there. You know, Schwartz... They wanted to keep Schwartz. That's why they didn't trade him. They have huge respect for him on and off the ice. I just see the Blues as a team that takes the time out because nothing is going to happen in the short term anyway, but but starts to say we have to make some hard decisions here because that is also a no BS organization. He has very strong thoughts. (laughs) Uh, They speak pretty honestly internally there. I think they are going to talk about some very difficult decisions and say, okay, do we have to change the direction of our group? His tone there really made it seem like he also didn't think Schwartz was going to stay, but he didn't come out and say that quite as clearly. Uh, And a couple more, yes. Are the Blues headed for a rebuild? No, I don't think so. No, I don't believe that because I still think they have a lot of good pieces. Like I could see St. Louis saying to Buffalo, what do we have to do to get to be in the Eichel conversation? Now, Buffalo might not want to deal with them again, but, you know, I could see that. They have some good young players there, but I could see them doing not a rebuild, but what can we do to re-energize ourselves here? And finally, is Berube in trouble? The only reason I think for any reason would he not want to be there. The only thing I'd wonder about St. Louis in coaching is they have Mike Van Ryn on the bench, and I think he's going to be on Arizona's short list. Mm-hmm. Still because Mike Van us. Ryan is short. Uh, I don't think that's true. Um, what did you make of that? I mean, pretty pretty interesting conversation. I think just outright saying Bozak and Hoffman probably gone. Schwartz, um, maybe two. Um, yeah. You know, Bozak. I really i I love Jeremy Rutherford, but his like ten off season priorities article was. Mm. Just, I don't want to call it a miss because he knows more than I do always, but like it felt very off to me. And one of the things that felt the offest was him talking about bringing back Bozak for a three to four million dollar one year deal. And I'm just like, two to three, maybe. Like, I wouldn't hate if we did that, but like, I don't know. It's, I've said this a lot, but it's just like, you have to change. Mm-hmm. And the more people on this current team that you bring back, the less room you have to change, right. you know? Yeah, it seems like Bozak, I like him, and I'd be fine if they kept him. But again, not for like something like $4 million or whatever. I'm like, what's he making out? Five? five He's yeah. like five for three And that years. was always too much. Yeah, that was already too much. It was like, maybe like $3 million for one year, I guess. But it's just like... Most certainly not for like multiple years, mm-hmm. unless the the numbers down. Then I suppose, but it's just I'm with you. I am in full change mode where I'm like, yeah, don't bring any of them back. Don't mm-hmm. bring any of the UFAs back. Like, just they can all go because we need we need to either get new players in here via like you know trade or free agency, or we need to see what we have in some of these young guys and just force it upon them. You are now the players. 
you know, you're now, we don't have anyone else around you. There's no fill-ins and uh, see what you got. But so yeah, to me, Boza, it just feels like you're kind of kicking around at it. And it just feels like a, if anything had yeah. gone right in the postseason or if the season had been okay, mm. then fine, keep Bozak. I don't like pin any of what went wrong on him, really. Mm. But it's just like that same thing of like, okay, but this team's not headed in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So why are you keeping people that are 35? Yeah, yeah. I have nothing against Tyler Bozak. I like him. I'd love for him to stay in an ideal world. Mm-hmm. He made the bet on St. Louis and made the... You know, I want to win the cup so damn bad comments, which seemed so preposterous at the time. And then he did it, you know, and he was an important contributor in that cup run. And we won the damn cup and he paraded it, you know, so I have no hard feelings, but it's just like he's just a guy at this point. He was kind of always just a guy. Mm -hmm. And why are you bringing back just a guy if your team isn't very good? (laughs) You know, if you're going to do that, at least get a new guy and see if maybe... Maybe you catch fire. Like, I, I don't know, there's a guy I talked about before, but like, if you're going to pay Tyler Bozak three to four million, why wouldn't you pay Mikhail Granlund three to four million and see if maybe he's like a really good fit here, mm-hmm. you know? Because even if Tyler Bozak stays and has another really good season, then he's going to be 36. Mm-hmm. You know, like the rope is shortening quickly regardless. So, yeah, like, get a younger dude that just does the same thing, yeah. at the very least. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, it's weird to me that a lot of the local guys seem to think like, oh, they'll get Bozak back. They're going to bring Bozak back, which I guess they probably know more than Elliot, but Elliot seems to be like, nah, no way, man. Yeah. It just seemed very, very different takes. Elliot might also know Bozak better That's than right, being a Toronto a guy. local guy. So. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things where you're an older guy, you're a vet. You're not necessarily coveted like, you know, Taylor Hall or something, but you're also kind of one of those guys where, especially now that you got Cup on your pedigree, you're like, hey, um, I don't know, Nashville? There's some, it's like, I'm, I'm a veteran that's one, and I can play on your third line. There's some team that thinks having him as a 3C right, right. and a penalty killer is like, is a, is put, like the put him a final over. 5% of the Yeah, team. exactly. He's the real Ryan Miller. Uh, <laughs> Um, you know, so, and that's, that's the thing where I'm like, then is somebody going to overpay for him? And like, we cannot overpay for him, even if it's on a one year deal. Why, why would you do that? So we'll talk about him a little later as we go through these players, player by player. Um, some stuff from the exit interviews, uh, speaking of emotional army already not pulling any punches on any of this. Um, the, um, Ryan O'Reilly comments about we're going to beat them got scrutinized heavily uh, and he was asked if he had any regrets. No, I think I had the belief there. I thought we could and we didn't, which is disappointing. I don't think it was a crazy comment. I believed in this group. I don't think we got a lot of bounces and it was tough and it just started steamrolling, but I had the belief. I stepped on that ice and was there to beat them. It just wasn't good enough and it didn't happen. But no, I will never question my belief in trying to win ever. I'm, I'm kind of on both sides of this argument. I'm curious how you feel because on the one hand, I've, I've heard people who are like, "What's he gonna say?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Anything else?" <laughs> <laughs> you even if you just say we're gonna play, we're gonna have fun, we're gonna play hard, and I think we're gonna beat him. Mm-hmm. That's a totally different statement than we're gonna beat him. 
yeah. you know? And the problem is, you didn't just lose. You got swept, my guy. <laughs> you know? So, like, that's pretty I yikes. I love it. I do love that. Um, but on the other hand, it's like, I am kind of like, well, yeah, but he's still the captain, and he's got to show yeah. his confidence in his team. And, like, I get that, too. But, like, I don't know. How do you feel about that whole saga? And, yes, it's making way too much out of one yeah. sentence anyway, but... I, I don't mind that he said it. I like it because it shows confidence, a little swagger and stuff. Uh-huh. Something, I mean, something Petrangelo would never say. I mean, I wouldn't even think Ryan O'Reilly would say it, but... Because, I'm, because Petrangelo is a big puss. Yeah. <laughs> David Backus, uh, you know, doesn't, have, doesn't know enough words to say that. Yeah. Um, I didn't mind it. I liked it, in fact. Jaden Schwartz can't even read. Yeah, he can't read. Uh, but the one problem I have, the one problem I have is people that are like, why are the Avs fans, or why is anyone like pointing this out and making fun of it? I can't believe it. What you know, the whole thing you said. What is he supposed to say? And I'm like, man, just let them laugh at it because you should. Yeah. I would if Gabriel Landeskog. Um, granted, they're the better team, but it's like, dude, the Blues will be zero problem for us. I don't even think about them ever. Like, what a crap team. And then we like rolled over them in four games, won it in seven games, even. You know people be posting that shit all over Blue's Twitter and being like, hey, remember Gabriel? Remember when you said this crap? Mm-hmm. Oh, sucks to suck, baby. That's yep. all they're doing to Ryan O'Reilly. It's, it's you know, it's fun. I think it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> like, And also, if you're going to say that, people are like defending O'Reilly as if like he needs it. Like, you can't say that. What's he supposed to say? I'm like, dude, he can take it. He's yeah. fine. You, you, when you come out and you He'll say that shit. just look at his $7.5 million yeah. dollar check and... Well, that's the thing. They can laugh at it for this moment, and then it's forgotten about. And that's uh-huh. why you say this stuff, too, because you can say it. Like, you can be Tyler Bozak, right? And you can say, hey, man, I'm here to win the cup. You know, print it. That's your, you know, that's your headline or whatever. And then we don't win the cup. And they'll go, Tyler, I thought you said this year was the cup. And he'll be like, yeah, dude, I say a lot of shit. <laughs> and then that's it. That's basically it. Like, I'm surprised that people are taking such offense to, like, Avs fans, anybody pointing out and be like, well... Guess not, Ryan. And they're like, "Oh, that's so mean." That's like, "Come on, bros. Who cares?" When you lose, when you lose, you just have to take it. Quite honestly, there's people that are like real pissed off about um, who is it? Grubauer with his uh-huh. like Instagram photo of like remembering the first round, and it's him and Bennington being like, you know, kind of pushed apart, mm-hmm. or I guess they never even fought. And people are like, "Wow, what a you know, what a piece of crap or whatever," because he didn't even fight Bennington. Such a pussy or whatever. How could you know? Focus on your next series, man. Leave the blues alone or whatever. And it's like, man, they're just having fun. Just let them have fun. When you lose, you have to take it on the nose a bit. Like it mm-hmm. just it's just true. I that's when the, you get swept, especially, that's just on you, man. It's just gonna suck for a few days. Yeah, like I don't know, yeah. You just you you just have to deal with yeah. it. I guess that's it. And I to me, because we won the cup, you remember what it's like. So it's like to advance and beat all these teams, that's what it's like for them. So, to me, it's just like, whatever. We were all laughing at Brad Marchand for skating off the bench and when he was crying and all that stuff. Like, you do it. It's fine. Yeah, I'm fine if it happens to us. I'm fine if we do it to other fans. And when we, we like, do the, oh, you can't make fun of him, that looks so soft. Man. That's the thing. I'm like, that's a, yeah. I saw what some posts like, why are these blue, why are these Avs fans like the group hour yeah. thing? Like you said, why are they so obsessed with us? And it's like, 
they're in your head, dude. Not yeah. the other way around. That's why I always think, why do they like, why are they all over the blues now? I'm like, dude, your world is so like we have a blues podcast. And I'm like, your world is so blues centric yeah. that you're like, man, they're all over the blues dick. I'm like, no, they're not. The bro. blues I the phrase rent free gets tossed around way too much these days, but I don't know another word for I it. Know. Uh I don't know. I I think it's really funny because yeah, I I like blues Twitter overall. I think there's some really great people interact with on there but there are some folks where it's just like they they give out they give it out but they can't take it at all there's some softies on there for (laughs) sure yeah and you know who you are justin horniker (laughs) (laughs) um uh where were we Peron on finding out he had covid i found out just like we test every day i just got the results from ray and yeah just many things were learning leaning toward a false positive but i ended up having COVID. i love i love the thought that they asked him so like a very open-ended like Peron, what happened with covid with you and he's like well so first of all they test me and you know how testing works yeah. we all get tested all get it's tested. like no Fucking speed it up, bro. <laughs> We're talking about the fact that you had COVID so, specifically. Right, right, right. So they put a, they take a swab, right? Yeah. And they stick it up your nose, and then, yeah, no, 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 no. COVID stands for uh, the coronavirus, <laughs> the coronavirus disease yeah. nineteen, not because it's the nineteenth, because it's twenty nineteen was when it first occurred. They're like, okay, for oh boy, all right, all right. Uh, next player, can we bring in uh, Oscar Sunquist? <laughs> Get his old bones out. Here. Peron said that he was vaccinated. The Blues reported when Wallman tested positive that he was vaccinated, and Perron also said that Nathan Walker was also vaccinated. Perron's like, this guy's from Australia. He can't even speak English. I'll tell you, he's vaccinated. They had he's to hang coming. him upside down before they put it in him. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it wasn't going to take. Counterclockwise through his bloodstream. Yeah. That's why I didn't get there in time. Coleman <laughs> got there first. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, Luke Korak asked Perron about signing an extension with the Blues that would have him finish his career in St. Louis. The veteran who will be 33 on Friday quipped, then it will have to be an eight-year deal. <laughs> That'd be dope. What if he just, like, became a Hall of Famer by playing this well for, like, eight more seasons? I think they asked uh, Army Armstrong had about it, yeah. and he was like... I've got that here, yeah. hold on. Um, but it's so funny. What did he say? Where's it at? Um, yeah, he said he's here the next year. He's here next year. And as long as he wants to play, I don't know why the boys wouldn't want him. Eight years might be a damn long time. I hope that like, he's like, ah, oh, Perron, what a trickster. And then Perron's agency is like eight years. Eight years there, like, <laughs> <laughs> this is a Josh Anderson situation, baby. This is a hold up. <laughs> he goes, what are you going to do? Get rid of your point per game player? Uh, they gotta bring it right. Okay, so real quick, they bring him back. They gotta bring him back. They gotta extend. They it, finally yeah. have to sign him for a second time. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna protect him and sign him. Yeah, how could you not? Come on, baby. They should sign. They should extend him this year. I yeah, for sure. Just do it. I don't know. I mean, you don't want to overpay him. Yeah. You don't want to do the Steen thing, but like, if you can get something reasonable done. Four million's his number, right? Just keep him at that for. I was gonna say, does he make more? He can't make more, but like maybe they're like, look, we get it. You played a little bit 4. better. 4.25. Four point two five. Bro, you're not. We making, got you, buddy. We're not making you over four and a half. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, a lot of quotes from Doug Armstrong and Craig Craig Berube. Um, Tell you what, this truly hits you like a fucking truck. Ooh. 
Wow, you that stuff? Yeah. yeah. Is that a second one? No, this is the first this is the one. the first one. <laughs> yeah, those punch trulies are not to be messed with. Um, apparently, JR said on uh, 101 ESPN that he expects Doug Armstrong to be aggressive. Be aggressive. So. Good. Dude, change those. Like, Fuck change me. everything. Do it. I've loved I it. I want one of those off seasons where there's like seven new people yeah. here. You know, like the one that led to us winning a cup. <laughs> I think you, you remember that off season. <laughs> I think you had another a group chat. But yeah, man, like they just need to have like a completely different team. Or like and the only way that I can see that happening is if he does a Doug Armstrong trade where oh, you're yeah. just like, Hey baby, whoa, baby, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> what happened? Um Let's see. Baruby said he's fine with Tarasenko going to the Worlds despite de- dealing with a groin injury. I'm fine because I'm going to bury his ass in Siberia anyway, and it's so much closer to where the Worlds <laughs> are being held. So, Baruby said Costin looked a little tired when he got to St. Louis, and as far as not playing him in the playoffs, I went with the guys I thought could get the job done. How'd that work for you, Krieg? <laughs> Krieg? You judged oh. it incorrectly, Krieg. I'm sorry. Um... I'll, uh, Army on Schwartz. Schwartz is a player we talked to before the season. He was very adamant that he was comfortable waiting, and I understood. He was going through a lot of things personally, and now we have until the end of July to figure out if this relationship is going to continue. But let me warn you, it will not. <laughs> I added that last part. This was the kind of the... the I can't think of the word I want. The flagship quote of the whole thing. Mm. Army said there are three people on the hockey side who had good years. Falk, Perron, and O'Reilly. The rest of us, starting with myself and the coaches and the rest of the players, we have to find a different level. Damn. Brutal. I mean, that's. I like that he was that open and truthful about it. Because that's true. You look at those three players and like those guys had good seasons. Mm-hmm. And like what? Who's the person after that? Kairou? Kairou and maybe Hoffman. Yeah, I'm a little surprised Kairou didn't get included yeah. there just because he's also young. Yeah. But maybe he liked, didn't like parts of what he shit, saw. Shit, dude. If Hoffman's like in your top five players this year, like who played well, mm-hmm. and he played bad for like most, most of, of the, the season, year, yeah. then it's like, That ain't good. That ain't good. Uh, speaking of which, he was asked if he could see Hoffman back, and he said, I could. Mike is a goal scorer, and he was in our top portion of our team in points. When we needed goals, when our season was on the brink, he stepped up. It's that communication and bonding that takes time with coaches and teammates. Now that I'll say, what the fuck do you say to that? Do you think you'll see him back? No way. Next yeah, question. exactly. I could see him back. I'd be yeah. dead, and I'd have been replaced by a different GM. But yeah, I mean, I could see yeah. it, for sure. No, that, guy, that guy's the most gone of all of Yeah, them. for sure. Sometimes you say, okay, I envision this player working on with that guy, and it doesn't work. Sometimes as a GM you say, okay, I envision this player playing on the top power play line. And then your coach says, no, thank you. It doesn't work. work. Uh, What I was really impressed with Mike is he hung in there, he worked, he waited for his opportunity, and then he proceeded. Produced, excuse me. When we asked. (laughs) I will not proceed. What we asked him to do, he produced. Uh, on addressing Pareko's back, I'm certainly going to leave that to Colton and the doctors to find out what's best. That's sending a little signal to Jack Cole. <laughs> Look, I'll let the doctors do whatever. <laughs> whatever. Anything the player wants, it's fine with me. Yo, I'm uh, not a fucking doctor, bro. <laughs> do whatever you want. I know he was able to come back and play. I'm hoping there's no surgery involved. Right now, I think he's just going to continue the rehab and get back to work. 
Uh, he was asked about cost, and I'm high on him myself. I'm a big fan. He's got size. He's got power. You have to have young players to have success in this league, and I'm excited about his play. I haven't talked to him since the season ended, but I will. <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, on whether he's concerned about Tarasenko at the Worlds, you'd have to ask Tarasenko. I wonder if he said Vladi or Vova. It's one of those parentheses. Oh, yeah. The player signed off that he was 100% healthy and ready to go play, so I take his word for it. Bum, bum, bum. Let's see, Jack. I'll but take your word for he, it if you feel good. I'll play it. <laughs> yeah. And then he uh, said... Um, he also said... He was asked if any other players were going to the Worlds, and he said, not that I'm aware of. Some of these countries, they bypass the team and go right to the player. I haven't been told of anybody else leaving. I wonder, Russia wouldn't be one of the countries you're talking about, would it, Doug? And finally, uh, he said, um, he said, uh, Jeremy says, I'm not sure if it was reference to Tarasenko, but Army said he was happy for him. Who? <laughs> who else wanted to been a reference <laughs> I was excited because he wanted to play you're a little bit nervous because he hasn't played a lot but it fell, I fall back on he loves the game he wants to continue to complete, compete and he'll get the opportunity um, and then Barubi said we didn't put the team first a lot of times which was interesting and finally Army on the assistant co- coaches said uh, Craig and I are going to talk about that I think we all need to improve I don't sense that Craig has an issue with any of his staff again I haven't sat and talked to him about that yet there's really no rush because craig himself will be fired craig won't be making any decisions <laughs> here anymore. we have young coaches that are getting better getting stronger but we do have to get our special teams better in our five on five so everything that's all of the things doug special teams five on five goal <laughs> i have to sit with craig and find out how we continue to develop our younger players and fix some areas that aren't up to par this year with all of that said, Ian, um, let's talk about our unrestricted free agents. Vegas is going to win this game uh, 6-2, it looks like, on a Matthias Janmark hat trick. Oh, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Tyler Bozak had 15 points in 24 games after returning from his stoning. I like that. I like Thank that. You. Uh, he was 22nd on the team in goals above replacement at minus 1.3 and a minus 0.2 in war. Uh, JR said we needed to keep this guy for 3 to $4 million, but he's off his rocker. Mm-hmm. Uh, we already talked about it. But, like, I don't, again, I like him. I'm fine if he comes back for 2.5. If he comes back for 2.55, it's too much money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would agree. Like, if he comes back, it's fine. It's just all a matter of the the contract. And it just, to me, it feels like it can't be a multi-year thing. Even, mm-hmm. the more I think about it, even for any amount of money, really, it's kind of like, nah, just just one year and we'll see how it goes. Would you do two years for 500 <laughs> I know. When I said any amount of money, I was like, okay, anything that's uh, sub $2 million, then we can have multiple years. Sure, why not, baby? Um, I'd give Tyler... Give him that Kyle Clifford money. Oh, you can. Oh, so sad. You get paid just as much as Kyle Clifford now. I'm like, I'm out. Uh, I give Tyler Bozak a B this year. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's fair. I mean, the injury sucks. Yeah. But I think that's probably about right. He would be. He couldn't have done much more. I know, right? I was like, I don't know you could... I think that's an A for him, because really, <laughs> unless you're like having an outstanding season. I think this was technically... 
like prorated whatever his best season in points yeah ever or for us no for us okay yeah and i was like oh wow okay excuse me for blowing my nose on the podcast COVID everywhere that's right oh no baby i'm vaccinated we got uh mike hoffman 17 goals 19 assists 36 points third in points and goals first in powerpoint goals on the team he is who we thought he was. The only difference between what I thought he was and what he became is that we didn't use him exclusively to his strengths. Mm-hmm. And I know there are a lot of players that say, a lot of people out there that say, well, if he only has one strength and the team has to adjust around him, then he's not good. And I get that argument. I really do. But if you signed him anyway, yeah. then why wouldn't you use him to his strengths? That's we finally did more towards the end of the season. And look what happened. Yeah, much better when you put him where he needs to be. Yeah. And even though it seems like they learned that, I think they learned it too late. There's no way this dude sticks around. For sure. Um, to me, Hoffman's the guy we need back most out of these three, and I don't particularly want him back. I think that's fair. So, you know, I give him probably a, a C plus. Yeah. Maybe even a B minus. Because he made the best out of the circumstances we put him in. He was phenomenal on the power play. Insane goals 4 per 60 on the power play. Pretty bad even strength metrics. And that's what you'd expect. Uh, he was fourth on the team in GAR and, and WAR 6.6 and 1.2. Uh, but he wasn't even as bad defensively as some think with a poor f- .4 defense metric, according to Evolving Hockey. They ranked him 12th on the team. Or the middle of the pack. Finally, Jaden Schwartz. And this will be a longer conversation and one we'll have probably a lot between now and whenever his fate is ultimately decided. Um, 17 goals, 19 assists, 36 points in 52 games this year. Third in points in goals. Oh, that's Hoffman. I was like, these numbers <laughs> seem pretty good. I don't know why I'm this low on him. He is eighth in Gar uh, and, and War on the team. Eight goals, 13 assists in 40 games. Uh, I heard somebody on Jaden Schwartz call on on Jaden Schwartz called Twitter. I heard somebody on Twitter call Jaden Schwartz the most consistent blue of the last decade, and I about lost my mind. The last word I associate with Jaden Schwartz is consistency. Yeah, I was like, you never know. Yeah, you never know how many games he's gonna play, how many goals he's gonna score in those games. He's red hot and ice cold at times. Here are his last eight seasons in goals per, per game. 0. 0.313, 0. 0.373, 0. 0.242, 0. 0.244, 0. 0.387, 0. his best season, 0. 0.159, his worst season, 0. 0.310, 0. 0.200 this year. That's all over the place. I know it seems small, but that's the difference of like, from like one goal every 2.5 games to one goal every 4.13 games, you know, mm-hmm. over to one goal every five games this season. It's just not, that's again, he's just not a top six player and you can't pay him top six money. If he's going to come back here and play and take that Perron four by four deal, mm-hmm. I'd probably give him that. But what were, you were saying out there about yeah. somebody talking about uh, it was, Yeah, Korak was talking about basically like people have asked, um, you know, if he thinks that Jane Schwartz is going to sign there. And he, he seems pretty strongly thinks no. And his reasoning is basically like Jane Schwartz is 28 right now. Uh-huh. 
and this is like we're all aware this is like the time you get your big contract if yeah. not a couple of years earlier just depends when your contract's up this is like his ticket his big old ticket steven because after this then it's the declining you know perron bozak contracts so they're a little smaller and they're not for as long so this is like his um probably he's probably not getting he's not getting eight years here and i guarantee he's not getting seven anywhere else but this is his like five to six year deal that he's looking for um and he's definitely not going what does he make now five something five, five i think five five something close to that he's not going back for anything less than that i used to think for a while like i used to think like a week ago <laughs> that maybe he would but there's it's no almost way. like insulting to him to ask for less 5.35 yeah. But like you have to, you cannot sign him for more than that. That's exactly if you because could he's sign underperformed. Him, you yeah. signed that that contract was signed twenty sixteen seventeen. So if it was signed in the off season, because it was, because it was a holdout, right? Yeah. Let me look up his stats before the twenty fourteen fifteen season. Yeah, but it's like he could sign that for was, less. And that was that was his twenty eight goal season. That was his best season of his career. Sixty three points, highest. Points, highest goals. So you signed him for, and, and honestly, really good deal considering mm-hmm. those numbers he had and the age that he was at the time. If he continued on that trajectory, that would have been a steal. And it's never been a bad contract, mm-hmm. even the player he's been. But like, you can't pay him more than that now. And there's no way he's going to want less. Yeah, like exactly. you said, he had two hat tricks on the way to the Stanley Cup. There were arguments in his favor. Mm-hmm. Fans love him. But like, he is one of those players that I he's not bad, like not a mm-hmm. bad player, but are we just holding on to him, our fans I should say, or people held on to this guy because he's just been here so long? Yeah. And like and there's no I think there's people... no giant glaring thing where you're like, Holy crap, Jane Schwartz sucks, mm-hmm. right? Like there's nothing in his game where you're like, This dude blows. He's just kind of there yeah but the problem is we put him in a position where he's like a top line player and he's now going to be wanting to make essentially top line 28 year old money mm-hmm. and he's not worth that and there it will be an nhl team that gives him that money there will be mm-hmm. and he'll find it and he'll go there and that's okay but we can't be that team yeah i think the only way you see him come back is if he hits the market oh yeah and the market just isn't there. And it's possible given, uh, you know, your your COVID issues mm-hmm. and your flat cap. And we had looked at a, like, top 30 UFAs this mm-hmm. summer. And this guy was behind Thomas Tatar. And he was at, like, a 12th or 13th or something is where Schwartz is at. You can't even really criticize that placement. Oh, I think it's perfect placement. But that's the thing, too, where it's like, dude, if there's that many UFAs ahead of you and one of them is, like, Thomas Tatar, who I don't think is getting that much money anyways... Like, that's, you know, this is an article. It doesn't mean the GM's not going to give it to you, but it's just like, I think you'd make a good point. It's possible that he hits the market and they're just like, yo, there's not that much interest. There's interest, but not for how much you want, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just another guy. I don't wish him any ill. I would love, we, you know, in our lifetime, I know Brett Hall was mostly in our lifetime, but like, I don't remember his playing days nearly as much, you know, so like, I don't, I can't think of anybody. Petrangelo was going to be the guy that was like the lifetime blue and that got blown up. And so now when I look at it and I'm like, okay, if we're honest, 
Tarasenko's future seems real cloudy. Yeah, yeah. And Schwartz's future with the team probably non-existent. That sucks. It does. Because now I'm looking at, like, Pareko. I, I don't think he's signed another contract here either. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about him later or next episode. But, like, even, you know, even if he stays, he's, like, he's not good enough to be, like, that level of lifetime blue sort of thing, mm-hmm. you know? Um and then I'm looking at like a Robert Thomas or a Jordan Cairo right. and just hoping that they're here that long, you know? As as the lifelong people. Or like an Ivan out. Barbashev where it's like, oh, you just have stuck around this whole time, mm-hmm. you know? And you played 700 games and yeah, they were all with the Blues, but you were a third and fourth liner, you know? I do kind of feel that way. Like we were talking about, okay, Bozak, Schwartz, Hoffman, all even. We want a lot of change. Like I want Tarasenko to get back to being a 30-goal scorer mm-hmm. guy. But if he's gone too, I'm kind of like, yeah, man, let's just sweep... Let's sweep all the old stuff out and let's just, not, you don't have to start over in a rebuild, but let's start over and be like, look, there's nobody here that's like a legacy player. Yeah. Let's just, Steen retired, Petrangelo left, you know. Shin would be your only one pretty much. Right. Because yeah. I don't see how they're getting rid of him. <laughs> um, and I don't think they have to. I think yeah. he'll be fine. I'm not that worried about him. But like, yeah, man, it just seems like I don't think they're bad. But I do think they need to be serious that they could get bad pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like they need to, they need to pull the shoot a little bit, and figure out what changes need to be made to become a better team. Mm-hmm. You know, let's talk about the RFAs a little bit, um, and then depending on time, we can go through the signed players and talk about them, or maybe push them off till next week. But. We need content, but we probably have a lot this summer, actually. Yeah, we probably will. There's an expansion draft, fake uh, player draft with no scouting, a lot mm-hmm. of stuff coming up. <laughs> um, RFA Zach Sanford. Not good. F. I have a weird feeling. Well, what do you give Schwartz this year? I, I think an F. Like, yeah. or a D. Like, really not good enough. Not nearly good enough. And I know for him it's not all about goals, but it's mm. got to be about goals more than it was. <laughs> right, right. That's why I'm like, dude, you can't be, you can't be in the top six and be like, yeah, but his contribution that he's really good defensively. I'm like, yeah, I want you to be good defensively, uh-huh. but you have to score if you're in the top six. Yeah, yeah. Jaden Schwartz, I feel like, is the kind of guy that would be phenomenal on Carolina. And you'd never talk about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. He'd be so good down there with, like, Jordan Martinook and, (laughs) you know, some other guy that you're like, Morgan Geeky. And you'd be like, oh, that line is, like, so brutal to play against. And they had four points in the series. MSG. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Makes you sick. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're the line. They're the stopper line. They're high energy. They're playing hard. They're playing out of their mind. They don't know who Billy Joel is. (laughs) And um, speaking of MSG, that was a different kind of MSG. Um, But I just... I think it's run its course. And, again, I think to, to Elliot Friedman's point... Of all the players you've let go and that have moved on, you're going to be married to Jaden Schwartz? I don't think so, man. I just don't think so. I think, honestly, if you look at those three UFAs, to me, he's the least likely to be back. Because I just don't know how it makes sense for both teams, both parties. I do feel like that's like a real... And he's also, he's also like... 
And Doug Armstrong has never been shy about sending a message to his locker room. Yeah. And he's also the message. Like, he's right. also the guy that tells all the other guys, like, hey, listen. Watch out. Yeah. yeah I'm not, I'm not, none of you's above this team, you know? Which you would, like, he probably, he's probably a little pissed, too, because he's probably like, I thought I sent this message when I let Petrangelo walk, mm. and you dumb fuckers didn't learn <laughs> it, you know? So, like. Now I'm going to send the illiterate guy back. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a big we'll red flag. We'll send him to Phoenix so he can get hooked on fine. <laughs> if they sign him, even to like an okay deal, I'm kind of like, dude, what are we holding on to? What, yeah. is, what is the ghost of yeah, this team Yeah, if they bring back think? Schwartz, it's just like, okay, well then we're just going to not be good again until we're bad. Until yeah. we're like really bad. That's what know? I mean. I'm like, you're seeing something here that I don't think is here, Yeah. Dougie. Yeah. Because who can you say, like, the problem with this season, too, is, like, a lot of people underperformed, but there's nobody that I'm like, oh, but they'll bounce back for sure, (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know? Like, it's not that year, I can't even think of a good parallel, but, like, you know, oh, the year Schwartz did have, like, the friggin' insane expected goal differential. Yeah. Where he was like off the charts and expected goals, but wasn't scoring any actual goals, and you're like, "Oh, his luck's got to break eventually." Yeah. And then I think it was 2019 because then in the playoffs they had two hat tricks and he looked great. Yeah. Um. You know, like it's not one of those things where you're like, "Oh, that guy's right on the edge." You know, Tarasenko. Oh yeah, he lacked a little confidence, but his shot looks amazing and he's playing hard. Like, there's nobody on this team that I'm like, "Oh, they're but they're fine. I'm not worried mm. about him." Robert Thomas is probably the closest, and I'm a little worried about him. Right. So, um, Zach Sanford, though, moving on to RFAs. RF. I feel like he's going to be back, and I just feel like that's such a mistake. Yeah. I saw a, yeah. I saw a great Jack Eichel trade proposal on Reddit. <laughs> that was Sanford, Thomas, Dunn, and... Two firsts for Eichel with $2 million of salary retained. Mm. Uh, it's crazy how quick I rattled that off. It's almost <laughs> like I wrote it. Um, and um, that's like, if you make any big deal this year, Samford should be your throw-in. Mm. Just to be like, hey, this guy's pretty good, but I want him off my team. And also, the dude's gonna be like 27. He's not like a young player anymore, you know? That's the thing. Zach Samford is what he is. We talk about us quote and break all the he time. He is who just, we thought yeah, he was. That's, this is Zach Samford. You've seen it. Um, streaky goal scorer. Like, extremely streaky. Invisible for most games. Sometimes plays a pretty surprisingly good game here and there. Um, and we talked about at the beginning of the season, too, where it's has, just like... Has anyone ever mentioned he had a four-goal game? Yeah, that we lost. Uh-huh. <laughs> he... We talked about the beginning of the season that he and Blay... We just were going to see if they we could play consistently in this lineup. Then Blay was hurt, as he consistently is, so that was consistent of him, <laughs> I suppose. And Samford didn't look good. He looked all right last year. Like last year was one of it was on track to be a good year before COVID happened, right? Sixteen goals, fourteen assists, yeah. thirty points, plus thirteen last year, minus thirteen this year. I just I don't know. Like 
Samford, like, I don't... He's not a top six guy, obviously. And I it's don't, like, I don't know if he's a top nine guy either. I, but he's not a fourth liner either. I don't like people that scapegoat him like he's oh, the yeah. problem. He's not like... We don't get rid of him but he, the Blues are better. He like is a guy... He is a guy that, like, the coach is too fond of. Mm-hmm. And so he's costing guys like Quim Costin opportunities. And that can't happen. It is annoying because like they need, think he's familiar, but I'm like, yeah, but the familiarity he, is he could suck this game. Yeah, and he did kill penalties pretty well in the playoffs. He was yeah. really good, and, and maybe he's got some future there, but like that's that's not a guy you cling to. Yeah. And that's the thing I feel like with a lot of the guys on the Blues, and it, it goes back to that point I made about Barbashev and Sunquest. Those guys are friggin' amazing if your team's good. But if your team's not good, I don't care about those guys, man. Mm-hmm. And I love Oscar Sundquist, but it's like, yeah, you can play up and down the lineup and you kill penalties like crazy and you've got some skill and some shooting ability, but like you're not a, a core player unless you've got people around you that you're making look good, you know? Yeah. So I just feel like so much of this team is just interchangeable parts and I don't like, you go through this roster, who do you feel like, oh, we couldn't let go of that guy? O'Reilly, yes. I mean, O'Reilly in the sense that like he's our best player. And also because like the kind of deal I'd let him go for isn't going to happen. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I saw I saw the the um, blue shirt banter, I think, the uh, fan-sided site yeah. for the, or the SB Nation site maybe for um, the Rangers was like, oh, we've totally got to get uh, Ryan O'Reilly this summer. And it's like, all right, you give me Alexi Lafreniere. I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because, like, I do think the Blues need that youth and, and need to, they don't need to rebuild. But if an offer like that comes for them, they should consider a rebuild, <laughs> you know? But, like, other than that, he's, I'm holding on to. And then probably Jordan Cairo's next. And then beyond that, nobody. I know, right? I saw some people that were like, I'm most in, I'm like, I'm interested in Scott Perunovich yeah. and Quim Costin, but, like, nobody else. I saw people, and we like Robert Thomas, but like in that trade package you mentioned, being uh, like, oh, it would be a tough pill for me to swallow nope, Robert Thomas. Like it would all. not be at the least. Not even a little. Because Jack, also because Jack Eichel's 24. You yeah. know, it's like if you did it for, I don't know, Mark Scheifele, yeah, that would be a little harder. Because yeah, he's like, probably oh, like 28 okay. or whatever. Yeah. But like, yeah, I'd do it for Jack Eichel. So, and a cocaine heartbeat. So one of the things about Zach Sanford is Mark like... Mark Scheifele, 28 years old, baby. Oh, yes. <laughs> Figuring it out over here. Also from Kitchener, Ontario, which is one of my favorite cities in Ontario. So Zach Sanford is arbitration eligible. Uh-huh. Which makes me think that this will go to four arbitration. Four by four. <laughs> well, like, which makes me also think that he's going to get an arbitration deal and then he's going to be shipped out like Edmondson. Oh, yeah. like, bye, baby. You're going to take Dougie Armstrong to arbitration and <laughs> well, then you're going to go fucking freeze in Siberia. Enjoy the KHL, you jerk. I'm like, you can't trade me there. Okay, well, enjoy Buffalo, you <laughs> bitch. And it's not even for Eichel. It's just for like, you know. We just um, really wanted Evan Rodriguez. Zimgus Gergensons. Isn't he sure. back there? Or Grigorinka, one of those two, whichever of those two is there. Um, moving on in the RFA discussion, Ivan Barbashev. Oh, fine, he signed him. I don't oh, it, understand yeah. really how he's 
not a UFA at this point. It feels like he's been on this team for a thousand years. What's Since he was last year's, last I'm year's, last year's, last year's, I've been barbershop. It's because of the meme. It makes him feel like he's been here forever. <laughs> right. Although he's 25, man. He's got a baby face, and I yeah. think he's pretty young. So I was like, aren't you like 22? It's also weird like he's married with a child, at least one, maybe two. Yeah. He was like married when he got yeah, there. Yeah, it's like, what is going on? Why are you so mature? What do they think they give him? I'm sure they keep him. He's got Arbright's too. Um, he's at 1.475. I always love pronunciation when it's not like it's not like the actual phonetic alpha, alphabet, but his it says I G H, Ven, V V U H N, Von. But like, who pronounces? Who thinks of that as I? <laughs> like, if I just see it on its own, he's got arbitration rights. He does. He's making eight million dollars. I, just, I feel like he's just a clean like three by three or something. Yeah, I was you know? say, what did uh, he's not going to get what Sunquest has, which is like, oh yeah, he's way down here in the injured folks, the two point seven five for mm-hmm. whatever three years, four years. But I'm sure he'd get like at least like two point two by two. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Two point two five by two. Sure. Yeah, three probably is a little much. You're right, but I have no, I don't. He's not a guy I want to hold his feet to the fire and oh, milk yeah. every dollar out of. Unlike Robert Thomas, you entered the season mentioned. Entering the season, you mentioned how it would suck if he didn't have his breakout year, but it'd be kind of good for us. Mm-hmm. Well, it happened. You <laughs> proud of yourself? Thank God. Um, I don't know what you give this guy. I don't think no he... money, very little money. <laughs> I don't think. I think you probably do give him a one or two year deal because I don't think you can give him the long aggressive deal. Yeah. At this point, Jordan Cairo, on the other hand, if he wanted to do one of those, like, I'm going to bet on myself long term by making middle money, I'd probably sign him. <laughs> you want to do four by eight? Sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. You're like, yeah. Um, Pay four million dollars for eight years. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right. No, I meant eight million dollars for four. Four years. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, no, but you know, I think those two guys probably come in somewhere on a short term yeah. deal. But who knows? Obviously, you want both of those guys back unless they get you trades that really change your team. And then Jacob Delarose, Jim Thomas reporting, um, has a contract offer from Faryastad of the Swedish Hockey League. Probably gone. I just don't see. The blues. We lost the Robbie Fabry. Yeah, well, that's true. That's a given. Eats me away every day. <laughs> Dakota Joshua, you know, isn't a player you care much about, but he looked okay in his yeah. in his time. As... Craig Ruby likes him, but you know, never play them. Uh, yeah. Other... <laughs> oh, I love that. He's kid. like, I love. Why him. is he never in the lineup? Because he sucks. Dude, Zach Sanford's in the lineup. Well, yeah. <laughs> what am I yeah. supposed to do? Bench that guy? No, 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 no. Uh, that's Zachy Sanford, baby. Um, and then. Vince Dunn, who knows? One of the biggest question marks yeah. the entire team to me is Vince Dunn because it's like, will we trade him? We shouldn't. But if Scott Perunovich is here and Craig Berube is staying, what's Vince Dunn going to do? Nothing. So I can't wait for him to be traded and be like the revelation on another team. And like he's in, you know, Anaheim and they're like, God, did you guys know how good Vince Dunn was? And I'm like, yeah. I could see I that. did. I could see that. And then there will still be guys who will like, there will definitely be boys Twitter guys who like retweet his one giveaway mm-hmm. every month and be like, see, he sucks. And it's like, he has 75 points. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's not good defensively. He's defenseman. That's what they need on the old defense is defensemen. You want to go through signed players or you want to put it off? What do you think? Um, We can put it off. It's up to you. This is your night. You've got a hard stop tonight. To drive to the airport, but not to go anywhere, which is the worst kind of going to the airport. That's the, that's the terrible kind, yeah. Come get me from the airport. I say, okay. <laughs> I, I think about taking a hard line, and then I don't. Um, the only hard lines I do are cocaine. Ooh, you know Just what? Just kidding. I had a friend um, in college who came to me, and he told me that I should go downstairs with him to someone else's dorm room and do drugs with him and i remember being like no and he told and i was like what did you just do i can tell you did something and he's like no no no, it's fine he's like just come downstairs it's fine and i was like no i'm not going i'm not going to but i'll entertain you what what <laughs> what happened like what's going on and he was like dude like i just like snorted something and he's like i i just feel really good i feel really <laughs> really good and i was like yeah that's what drugs will do <laughs> and i was like was it cocaine and he was like i don't know and i'm like i think it was cocaine um and uh we don't talk to this guy anymore but he's fine he's fine i've seen him on facebook he's uh-huh. actually 100 percent better than he ever was in college it was great but i was like man um no <laughs> i've never have you ever had someone this happens to me sometimes is anyone you ever have someone talk to you about something uh-huh. and they may propose something to you or they say something to you that's like, and they're adamant about it and it's yeah. like completely incorrect, but uh-huh. it's almost like an argument. Uh-huh. And you that's pro- not true, Paul. <laughs> yeah. And you probably, and I don't do this, makes it sound like a real big jerk, but I don't like do it in front of them. But somewhere inside me, I want to kind of laugh because uh-huh. it's almost like, that's what I was doing in this moment. It's like, you got to come down and do these drugs. And I'm like, you think I'm going to, yeah? And it's like, well, yeah, and I'm like, no, and I just start laughing. I'm like, I don't think you understand how like this is impossible. What you've just said is impossible. Like, unless you're like, we'll kill one of your family members, I'll be like, no, then I'd fake it. I'm like, no, man, I'm not gonna go do cocaine with you. And I just kept laughing and laughing. And he was like, he's like, man, come on, this is like, he was almost like incensed like this is disrespectful sort uh, of thing. i'm like no dude there's like i'm never i would never say that i'm like not susceptible to peer pressure yeah. but there are some things where i'm just like uh-uh and that like not that i ever had like a lot of peer pressure to like even i was pretty straight and lame in high school so i never straight like drank edge. anything or smoked anything um and i still don't <laughs> well you know i had the truly um, but like if any ever time at any time ever if anybody <laughs> was ever like, you know, you gotta do it, I'm like, I sure don't. I really don't, <laughs> you know. I'll give I'll give you a, a more uh tame example. Uh-huh. At one point someone told me that um I told them that like Commissioner Gordon from the the actor that played him in all of the whatever um Animated I series. I want to say Ben Affleck, but not Ben Affleck. The good Batman's Jim Gordon. Yeah, uh, Gary Oldman. You mean? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Gary Oldman. I was like, you played Commissioner Gordon, and then he also played uh, Serious Black. Serious Black. So uh-huh. you got it. This truly hit me hard. Um, and, I, <laughs> and whoever I was with was like, "That's not the same guy." And I was like, "It is," but they were like, "No, Ian, it's not." And I was like, 
And I just couldn't stop laughing. I'm like, no, it's like, I know it is. And they were like, no, I don't think, they're like, I don't think you understand those are two different people. And I was like, no. I love it when people are like, my favorite thing in the world is like knowing, like knowing that I'm correct. <laughs> Not just because I'm pretty arrogant, even with my opinions, but like when it's a fact yeah. and I just know it's the fact, you know, yeah. when they're like, I don't think the capital of Illinois is Springfield. I think it's Chicago. And it's like, but it's not. That. <laughs> you know, I know like, it's not like me. I've been to the Capitol. I got to tell you. Uh, what did you think the Last Supper was celebrating? <laughs> Thanksgiving. And that's why it's a tragedy that John Mulaney's getting divorced. Let's not end on that note, Ian, because I have pulled up a fast food tier list. Oh, boy. You want to do this real quick? Oh, yeah. No, I'm man. First yes. of all, or do you want to give it more time and discuss it later? No, I do. I want to okay. talk about it. We should do that. I mean, we got we got to have off-season content, right? We got time. We got like 25 minutes. Yeah. We, I just, I don't want to end on like the blues are terrible oh, and yeah, they need yeah. to change everything. And also John Mulaney's getting divorced. Just hit the, just hit the stop button. That's the other side. <laughs> Not even an ouch. <laughs> just, just dead air. Um, this has F. F, D, C, B, A, and S tiers. But then it also has personal favorite at the top and question mark at the bottom. So do we want to do anything with those or do we want to just remove them? Did you just do A, B, C and reverse order? It broke my brain. F, yeah. <laughs> S is like super yeah. and then A through F. Okay. So do we want to just get rid of the two extras or do we want to have like unless garbage? They, unless they've or, got stuff in there. Do we want to have like garbage in heaven or whatever? Nah, nah. Just yeah, okay. the S through F. Okay, all right. S is for Uber tier. Let me delete those real quick. I was thinking about making the tier under F just Arby's and then just having (laughs) Arby's in there. And speaking of which, Arby's. Arby's is the one that, like, I never want Arby's until I really want Arby's. The other day I was going to go to Arby's and the Arby's at uh, where the old Best Buy was has closed. Because it built itself across from a Raising Cane's, and nobody's going to go to Arby's when Raising Cane's is right there. They also have the meats, Arby's. What would you put Arby's in? It's like, it depends on the day. It's like, I do like their curly fries. It's never higher than a B to me. But like, most of the time, it's like an F. I give it like a, I give it a D because I like the curly fries. Yeah, a lot. I give it a D. Yeah, I feel like we're gonna be too nice to some of these. Jack in the Box. My my fiance loves Jack in the Box, and I learned why because they're everywhere. Stoner. They're everywhere in Hawaii. They're oh, all yeah? over the place. Also, their house is right. Because there's one. a lot of stoners. <laughs> I haven't had Jack in the Box in forever, like an actual burger or anything. I've gotten like their breakfast. Objectively, sandwiches. I know that Jack in the Box is terrible. And I feel that it's more terrible for you. Yeah. But I still want to put it in like B tier. I was going to give it a C. I was going to go right down the okay, middle. Okay, that's fine. That's like fine. Yeah. Jack, I never, I'm like, Jack in the Box, yes. But I'm never going to be like, no way, dude. A&W's on here. Can you form an opinion on A&W? I haven't been to an A&W before. Um, it's all you, baby, because I've never had it. I would I mean, they, have. They're pretty they, bland, aren't they? I was going to say, food? they've got, people be like, they've got root beer uh, you know, spoiler alert, root beer's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you can get that you can get A and W root beer anywhere else. Dinosaurs aren't dead, birds are everywhere. That's right. <laughs> um I'd give A and W like Honestly I like I feel like I want to give it an F. Uh-huh. But I feel like there's certain things that I hate that I want to give yeah, it an F. So yeah. I give it a D. <laughs> yeah. I give it a D. D is like I don't care for it, but I don't actively despise yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh Auntie Anne's is on here. 
a weird pull. Um, it's gonna, it's about to get weirder. <laughs> but Auntie Anne's, I mean, if you want a pretzel, you're not going anywhere else. I did see someone on Twitter the other day say that if they open those up as their, as like a standalone, kind of like Panda Express, it uh-huh. would be a booming business. And I believe you, I, I wouldn't be in line. Yeah. I, I mean, we can't just not rank it. If no, you I'll give it a, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it an F because I really don't give a shit about Auntie Anne's. Okay. Anne. Like, I don't hate it, but I just... Brutal. I don't care. How do you feel, though, Ian, about Boston Market? <laughs> oh, no! I went hard on Auntie Anne's with the F, and I should have given it the fucking Boston Market. You want me to add that question mark to your back and just make it Boston Market? Because you actually hate Boston Market, I, don't you? I haven't had Boston Market since I was, like, 10. And the thing I gotta is, tell you, there is a part of me now as a grown yeah. ass man. I didn't like Boston Market as a kid. Whenever my parents were like, "We're going to Boston Market," I'm like, I'm like out. Can, "Can you cook anything? Yeah, at home or for any? Me? They'll like, just make me the mac and cheese, but like at home, not their weird yeah. like, you know, fancy mac and cheese." Yeah. Also, I don't think Boston Markets exist in St. Louis anymore. But, right? Yeah, they're a Verizon. But now, <laughs> that's right. But now, as like a full grown person, I'm like, man. Some nights I wish there was a place I could go to get just, like, a meal that I could cook, but I'm not going to. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. I, would, I would definitely eat Boston Market today. Yeah. But my impression was as a 10-year-old, I was like, dude, you said we're going out to eat, and we went fucking here. <laughs> That's bullshit. So, uh, what do you think? Uh, an F on that? Yeah, F. <laughs> Yeah, F for our, just we're, to pay, pay respects to our childhood. I like, we're like, we'd probably eat that, that's an F. Yeah, <laughs> that's a childhood F and an adult I remember it was like, it, it was like, what, I don't know, pork, like, you know, a pork loin maybe, mm-hmm. quote unquote a pork loin, like steak, or not steak, I guess they had steak, but like corn, mashed potatoes, probably like broccoli and stuff mm-hmm. and maybe some like potato wedges that were their fry subs dude i'd eat all that all day but as a kid i was like get the shit out of my face yeah yeah i get that oh boy hold on hold on we screwed everything up um that goes down here that goes down here that goes up there no way no way everything's screwed up man. all right keep talking because burger king's up next how oh, do you boy. feel about burger king Burger King, I have not had, I don't think, in like five years. More than five years. When was the last time I had Burger King that I can remember? Was 2013, I believe. Because I specifically went to Burger King to get a Whopper, and then I went to a McDonald's next door, and I just got fries. And it was like, to me, it was like inventing the wheel. Like, I was like, this is the best idea ever. (laughs) That's so smart. Um, Burger King... I'm going to say they've upped their game really? since you've last had them. I believe that. The fries are significantly better now. They're yeah. still not McDonald's because McDonald's on its own. <laughs> um, but I would, I would put them in like the B. We don't have a B yet. But I oh, put, we, have a, we have an S, don't we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, have, I want to be careful with that S. I know, I know. But to me, it's like their chicken is surprisingly good at Burger King. And then, like, their burgers, their burgers are obviously real good. Like, I'd put them in B. I think, I feel like there's also, like, their portion sizes are insane, which maybe that's actually a detractor. But, like, if you get a burger from there, it's, like, massive and it eats your face. Yeah. 
I can, I can go. You can convince me to be. I was thinking I'm going to see just for being like, ah, there. I mean, I that's fine too. Out, I wouldn't. But... I wouldn't say no. Checkers is that also rallies, rallies, which I've never had either. I had like a long time ago, and it was seemed all right. I'm gonna put it in C because yeah, I just fine. don't. Have it seemed it. all right. Chick fil A. Oh baby! Now Here people, we go. people again have strong Here opinions on this. Here's the thing about Chick Fil A to me. It's not S. It's not S for me. I I wouldn't put an, an S. Okay. Chick Fil A is one of those restaurants, Jimmy John's, which we'll get to here in a minute. Another one where it's like I never want Chick Fil A more than when I've just finished eating Chick Fil A. <laughs> like I'm never one of those people that's like you know what today. I gotta go get some Chick Fil A, but then if I'm eating it, I'm like, "This is so freaking good," <laughs> you know. So like, I always want it on Sunday. No joke. Oh, for I will sure. Think That's... about. It. I'm like, man, I do kind of want Chick Fil A. I'm like, mother. I know. I know. Dan Kathy claims he loves Jesus, but that's some sort of wizard sorcery he pulls there, you know. <laughs> Chick Fil A. I will. I will say a tier. Because I don't, I'm not blown away by their food, but their business model is impeccable. Yeah. Their service is insane. I I feel uncomfortable. I feel like I'm going to slow everybody else down oh, yeah. if I'm not like on top of my crap. Well, it's that. their pleasures. Yeah. Oh, for sure. The pleasure's all theirs. The menu is simple, but like it's got enough options that like, you know, I just think it's solid. Yeah, I'd give it an A. I'd put it an A. Where would you rank Cinnabon? <laughs> Put it down with Auntie Anne's in the after. Yeah, like <laughs> I've I like cinnamon rolls, but I'm are you insane? Yeah, I think it's a I think it's a um, Louis C.K. bit, and I think it's perfect. But it's like, yeah, I'm sitting in an airport and I'm about to get on a long flight, and I'm like, I want to stuff five. Oh, that's pounds. Jim Gaffigan. Oh, really? Actually, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I want to stuff like maybe five they both pounds did it, but... of cinnamon roll in my face. Yeah, and then get on this flight, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I don't. No. No. If I see someone standing in line for a cinnamon, I'm like, a I'm cinnamon, judging you. I'm judging you openly. Cinnamon rolls are so good, but like, there are some things that I just feel ashamed to ever eat, yeah. and that's one of them. Where it's like, this is delicious, but I'm dying very quick. Like, I'm accelerating my death just yeah. by eating this right well, now. Well, like, watching someone eat a cinnamon roll in public is almost kind of like if someone was, like, walking around with, like, pancakes. Like, mm-hmm. just walking with them and eating them. You're like, what is happening? I know you can eat whatever you want, but, but you can't. You can't eat whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Put it in F. Throw it in F. Yeah. Agreed. Um, talk to me about Chipotle, Ian. I like Chipotle a lot, but I also ate way too much of it for like a year. And by way too much of it, I just mean like every time right before I went to a Blues game. So like 12 times mm-hmm. a year, I guess, which is a lot. I don't know. Um, and I like it. I'll tell you, I put, I get the bowls a lot, mm-hmm. but I think it's better as a burrito. I think they're just better as burritos. I get if you're trying to cut your calories or cut your carbs, I totally get the bowl thing. Yeah. And I probably also cut a lot of stuff out too because I'm like, oh, I don't need all this or all that. And therefore, when I eat it, I'm like, this is kind of bland, but that's my fault. Mm-hmm. But I do, I, I like Chipotle. I'd give Chipotle a B. I'd put Chipotle in the I B tier. That's fine. I feel, how do you feel about Chipotle versus Qdoba? 
I feel like I like Kido Kido's not on this list, but bro, I prefer them. Slightly I think more. I like them better, if not only because I've been to Chipotle more. Yeah. So I'm like, when I go to Qdoba, I'm like, this is like a different Chipotle. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they got fancy things. There are all different, different Chipotles like Moe's, and they're absolute crap. So Moe's is terrible. I had one of the worst experiences ever at Moe's, and it wasn't Moe's fault. It was the one of the it people's the dates fault. It was one of the people's I was with. Parents. Oh boy, was it a Karen incident? Oh yeah. Oh boy, is this is this worth divulging? No, no. But like, it was boy. I tell you what, I was one of those where I wanted to like look them in the eye and mouth, like I am so fucking sorry Uh for what has just transpired. Yeah, there are a couple on this list where like the logo isn't complete because it's kind of like cropped weirdly, and I couldn't even tell you what the restaurant was. So I'm just not. Well, we just won't discuss this. Um. Ian, I have rearranged alphabetically to do a sandwich power hour so that we can talk about all the sandwich shops in a row in no particular order, starting with Jersey Mike's. I think I've had Jersey Mike's like once. Jersey Mike's... um, I'll defer to you. Jersey Mike's... If we were just doing a sandwich tier list, I'd probably put them in the C. But because sandwiches are only ever going to be sandwiches, I'm going to move them down a D. They're like, they're fine. But yeah. I'm never like, oh yeah, I need Jersey Mike's. <laughs> uh, Jimmy John's. I just talked about them a little with, with Chick-fil-A. I, like Jimmy John's. I think they're strong. Like, they're a strong B to me. Yeah, I'd put them in B. Maybe. I might not. Nah, I wouldn't probably push them to A. Quiznos is a joke. I don't even... <laughs> that's an F. <laughs> You're an F for clinging to relevancy. You should have filed bankruptcy years ago. That's true. Um, oh my God. Subway. Eat fresh again. I don't... I know some people want a dagger Subway. I'd probably put them in C. I was going to say, like, it's it's D or a C, and I kind of give them the benefit of the doubt, because when I eat there, I'm never... I don't eat Subway and go, ugh, for one thing, it, For one there. thing, Sweet Onion bumps them up a letter yeah. grade all by itself. Subway's there for you. Yeah. To me, it's like, if I need... If I want to eat something, and there's all these options, I'm like, I don't want burgers, I don't want whatever, and there's a Subway, I'm like, Subway it is. There's no... There's also none of these other places exist without Subway. It's the, true. It's the progenitor. So I'm I'm high on Subway. I'm real high on Witch Witch. Yeah. I, I do like Witch Witch. I might put Witch Witch in the S tier oh personally. God. Oh my god. I won't I won't because I think we gotta agree on an S if it's gonna be an S. But Witch Witch to me is like the best of the sandwiches by far. They're you just have a lot real of good. They have so many options. You get to be real specific. You put the garlic and the salt and pepper on this sandwich. That's insane. Their chips are really good. I don't know. Maybe it's it's probably inflated because like I don't get to have them much. I had them a lot during seminary because seminary was on ballast and that's closer to one yeah. of them. But now we're like I'm like far from either of them, so I don't get to have them much. But I really like which which I'd probably do A for them. I'd put an A. I've only had them like twice, but I I'll give you this. I saved the bag that they put whatever uh-huh. that I was sandwiching because I was like, this was so damn good. I want to get this exact thing yeah, again. There you go. That's saying something. Ian, now we turn in our final in our sandwich category to your old employer, Panera Bread. Panera to me is it's got to be like a C. I think so. 
Because they have some what, good, they've got some really good stuff there, and they've got some stuff that just bland. If I was going to make the argument for B, all I would say for Panera is it's one of the few places where I can go and I can feel like I didn't do shameful things to my body, but also feel like I really enjoyed my meal. <laughs> but way too damn expensive. Yeah, too much money. So that's probably what bumps them down just a little bit. Um, I know we're running short on time, so we'll just fly through a couple of these last ones. Dairy Queen. As a restaurant, it's an F. F. As an ice cream place, I I would put it it considerably higher. But as a restaurant, it's an F. No, we're judging. We're comparing food to food. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I can move them up for the ice cream. I'd put them in D for the ice cream because the food to me is just, man. There's one right by my parents' house, and we went there every so often. And it's just like, this tastes like burger this mm-hmm. tastes like fry and like just nothing <laughs> their chicken strip basket pretty good too dunkin donuts i don't live in boston so i don't know yeah. i mean it's fine but like i'm gonna give it a d yeah. just because dunkin donuts El pollo loco have you ever had it no me neither i'm putting it i'm not ranking it F. <laughs> five guys how do you feel about five guys ian really like five guys i do too it's it's a little expensive but if if it's a burger you want if if you want five guys five mm. guys is Wants so good you. <laughs> that's right sometimes they are really big it sounds like a like a weird backhand compliment where like it's too much yeah and i mean it's true when they give you like half the fries <laughs> Half bag worth of your My favorite fries. bit is the fill the cup, put it in there, and then just dump <laughs> they, it. On they, top. Yeah, literally policy to put more in. Five guys, uh, it's. I couldn't put it in S because there's not enough variety. Yeah. But man, I love everything I, every time I go. I there, I'd give it an A. I think it's an A, yeah. Man, S. Are you coming up on something that we're just going to blow in the S? I don't know, man. Because maybe retroactively go through something well, else. We'll, but we'll see. We can reconsider the A's if we if we want to. Um, I'm graduating something from D to <laughs> Hardee's? Man, I haven't had that in a long time. It was good in high school. I'd be like, this is good. This is good shit. Hardee's has the Frisco breakfast sandwich. To me, that's a B in and of itself. I was say, I'd give it a B. Their fries are really good. Yeah. Um, In-N-Out Burger, I've never had. In-N-Out's good. I, I almost want to bump it down for being a little pretentious, if you're honest. It's kind of funny that they're like, we only have like four things on our menu, but if you know what to say, we have like 90 things yeah. in our menu. Um, I'd give it a B. Yeah, that's I'd say it's pretty good, but it is a little overhyped. Uh, KFC. See, to me, yeah, yeah. I just don't like it. It's fine. Yeah. I go there sometimes. I'm never proud of going there. Krispy Kreme. I don't know. Like we gave Duncan a D, so I deserve. I feel like it deserves C. to be higher than Duncan, but not much. You no, know, yeah, yeah. Long John Silver's. You're I the, saw Kurt Warner. You're there. the Catholic boy. Did you really? Yeah, that's Were my... you both? Was it a Friday? Were you both there I on a Friday and Lent? I just remember him entering the building. It was like this. You know in commercials when like they show you a Long John Silver's or whatever and uh-huh. it's like full? Yeah. And you're like, this is not true. Right. This, this Long John Silver's was full. And it's the one that's on off of Manchester or it's used to be. It's not there yeah. anymore. That's the Raising Cane's now, I yeah. think. 
Uh, he walked in there, and you forget that QBs are, like, also Six large humans. Five, I was like, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> and this was when he was on the downturn with the Rams. Uh-huh. Like, I think Bolger was, like, yeah. QB at that point. Because I still remember telling my mom, as, like, a 13-year-old, be like, this dude rides the pine now. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I hope it was with an ear 13-year-old Ian was a savage. Oh, uh, yeah, dude sucks. Woo! But that whole place went dead quiet because they like all realized who this was, uh-huh. and no one bothered this human. He oh, had like his not. kids with him. They all ate it, but they ate it in a long John Silver's so like... that was quiet. Yeah, <laughs> um, it gets it gets a D for that. Yeah, <laughs> good D for Kurt Warner. Paying respect to his pine riding career, McDonald's. McDonald's like an A to a B for me because like the fr- the fries are. Dope. I don't know if I can give it the A. I can give it the B for sure. Because it's... McDonald's, you, you know exactly what you're High getting. school, maybe early college me is like, McDonald's, that's for schmucks. But now I'm like, man, that's that's the real Subway, right? Where I'm like, if there's nothing around or whatever, mm-hmm. McDonald's always there, baby. McDonald's, I feel like their great skill is like every other restaurant, you mm-hmm. every other fast food place you go to, you're always going to get a little different. Mm-hmm. Fries are going to be a little undercooked, overcooked. Yeah. Undercooked, overcooked. The burger is going to be different or like the sauce is going to be, you know, just yeah. like something's going to be different. And McDonald's is a freaking machine. It's always the same. Yeah. And that's good. You want reliability. So I'm going to bump them into A if you okay. don't want yeah. I'm just like, I don't know. They're just... They're just perfect. You know, they're not perfect, I guess, because they're not nest here. But, like, at what they do, yeah. I'm never like, today is the day that I must have McDonald's. But mm. anytime I need them or want them, they're there. Panda Express, Ian. Oh, I do like Panda Express. <laughs> Orange chicken, the bomb. Panda. You know, if it was more, if I could order Panda Express drive through Yeah. I might put them in the yes. You can in some places, just can so you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not the one here, though. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't even... I'm not a big Chinese food yeah. guy, but what I get there, I'm always, like, in love with, so... I was going to say, I'd give them an A, because I like what they have there, and they have a decent variety. Granted, I like to joke that most of the, their variety is, like, the same thing, just name something different, mm-hmm. but, like, I like it. I like it a lot. Okay. There's not There's not many A's around fine. where I am, so I'm like, yeah. Uh, your heart stops coming up and we get to moving. Popeyes. Fuck. Okay. Popeyes is like the real chicken place. And if you haven't had that, like that hot chicken sandwich, that thing's for real. Yeah. And I mean, not in the fact that it's, your, your mouth's not going to die or anything, mm-hmm. but like, it's like really fucking good. Like I actually went out of my way to go to Popeyes just to get that. And it was, and I was not disappointed. Popeyes spicy chicken sandwich. And the ribs at um, Pappy's. Those are the two things that I went to go get. And I was like, we'll see. And then I ate it and I was like, nope, you're right. You're <laughs> dead right. This is so good. I don't think I've ever had the ribs at Pappy's. So good. We need to correct that. I have like a billion people we'll have to go at this. 1 p.m. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. You got to go like when they open the door. Uh, so where are you putting Popeye's? But they, I've, but I like have only almost had only the chicken sandwich. Yeah. But I like their chicken bear. I give them an A. I give them an A. Okay. I right. like Popeyes a lot. All right. Raising Canes. Fuck. Raising Canes. 
here's the problem with raising cans. Not a lot of variety. If not a lot of variety, yeah. if the in restaurant experience mm-hmm. could be duplicated at the drive through, mm-hmm. I would consider giving them an S tier. But because anytime you take that more than six feet from the restaurant, it just becomes a soggy mess. I mean, a delicious soggy mess yeah. still. But it's still a soggy mess, and I I ventilate the things. It's just it's just not the same. Yeah, I can't give it more than an A, but I probably would give it an A personally. But I, if you feel like it's lower than that, no, I give it an A. I salute the audacity that they serve a chicken sandwich, and you go, okay, just make a, a chicken disc, and they go, no, we just do the fingers, so we're just gonna make that the yeah, sandwich. That is audacity, and and I appreciate it. I love it. Sonic. That's like it. That's like a D to Fuck me. Man, yeah, like there's. Some... It's like I'm, it's the same as like Dairy Queen, but he not even. It's not even as good at, at the ice cream as Dairy Queen. They also just have really like from every Sonic I've been to, it's been super inconsistent service. Yeah. Some places are really good. Some places like ones near I'm where I live are like terrible. Sonic, the tots are dope. Yeah, and you think I'm crazy? Their grilled cheese sandwich uh-huh. is like the bomb. Yeah. But even that is like sometimes it's burnt. <laughs> their, French, their French toast sticks are good, but then I bought some frozen ones at like Costco uh-huh. and they taste exactly the same. And I was like, hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that seems Maybe right. that's not up to you, Sonic. All right. Five more of these. Steak and Shake. <laughs> <laughs> well, R-I-P, the ones R-I-P, that exist. R-I-P. <laughs> I love Steak and Shake. Yeah. Man. Do I have any like... Do you think in these next five, I'm going to put any in S? Do you think any have the potential to um, tease me, Steven? No. That's a no. Possibly. I think that's possible. Steak and I shake. want you to be honest, and then we'll run through. Okay. If we yeah, don't yeah, have yeah. an S, we can run through the A's. I'm, re- I'm taking a second look at five guys yeah. as a potential yeah. promotion. And to me, which which <laughs> is up for consideration? Steak and Shake, I have, I'd give like... I want to give it an A, but I think I give it a B because like that it's really right. good. I like it. It's re- it was super cheap. Um, My problem with Steak and Shake is I like never. I don't feel like full all the time when no. I fi- if I, unless I order too much. But then no. I'm ordering too much, you know. And Steak and Shake don't keep. It's a phenomenal late night food, but oh, I'm yeah, never yeah. like that's where dinner is for sure. That's like a high school hangout thing too, because uh, it's not a bar, but it's open 24 yeah. hours, so you can go there as yep. like a kid. Yep. For sure. It's good. Yeah. Taco Bell. Man, for what it is, it's so good, but it's not good. I want... I, <laughs> I, <laughs> my brain almost wanted to go S. I was like, S. But no. I, oh, but it... Uh, depends. It just depends. There's so much... They've... I'll tell you this, they fucked with their menu like more than usual recently yeah. <laughs> and gotten rid of some of the like normal yeah. stuff. Oh, really? Like shredded chicken burrito was yeah. my old go-to. That's gone. So I'm going to put them in A. Yeah. I'll I can't give them, give them lower than that, but you can't you can't bash on Taco Bell. Like no. when people are like it's rat meat. I'm like, "Yeah, man." Exactly. We That's what know. I want. <laughs> give me I the want rat, rat meat. Give me the rat meat special. Wendy's. I haven't had Wendy's in a while. They're actually pretty good. Pretty good. B. I'd say B for Wendy's. They're all right. They're all right. Whataburger. Whataburger is good. That's that's pretty pretty good. Where did I put in and out? Uh, B tier. I got you Whataburger A then. Because Whataburger is better than in and out. I know my brother will be offended um, 
because we have a shared love of Whataburger. I have had it a few times when I've been in Jacksonville because yeah. it is in the area, and I get it every time I'm there, and it is really good. Mm-hmm. But the more I have it, the less magical it feels. Uh, By definite, yeah. I mean, because yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah. But like, if you only have it once every five years, you're like, oh my god. But yeah. if you have it a couple, you know, like three times a year because you're down there three times. It's just just slightly less magical. Mm-hmm. So that's the only difference that's making it an S A instead of an S. White Castle. To me, I have a very strong opinion on White Castle. I feel like everybody does. One way or the other. But I feel like yours may be different. Probably. I feel like I'm the only one that likes White Castle. Yeah, mine's a hard apple. White <laughs> Castle. You know, honestly. I give throw... it for like chicken yeah. chicken rings. Like they have some other stuff, yeah. but the burgers are not for me. You can throw it in that. Honestly. I could do D if you want to do okay, like okay, because like there's some stuff I could eat there and be yeah. fine, be people, pretty happy. People talk about like, eating like Taco Bell and getting like mm, gas or whatever, or a lot of other places. But people talk about with White Castle and they are correct. Yeah. White Castle, there's something in there that fucks with your stomach <laughs> for sure. Finally, of the restaurants I can identify, Zaxby's. I've never had Zaxby's. You said it's really good. Yeah, Zaxby's to me, I hate to say this. Cane sauce yeah. is better than Zaxby's sauce, better than anything at Zaxby's. But everything else about Zaxby's to me is better. Yeah. Now, is it like chicken wing or is it like. And it has way more variety. Okay. Gotcha. It has the, I mean, the main is still the chicken strip baskets. Yeah. But it's got like salads and sandwiches that are actually sandwiches <laughs> and all sorts of stuff. I could I could sneak Zaxby's up into S, but since you haven't had it, I'm just going to put it in an A. Okay. And then real quick, Don't we can run that. through the A's and see if anything deserves promotion. Okay. Chick-fil-A. No. And I feel like it's right where it belongs. Five guys. I just don't, like, there's not... There's nothing in there that makes me go, yes, that's yeah. got to be S. Which, which... You want to throw that up there for you? You can't. I don't want to. I, I want it to be agreed. Okay. McDonald's, it's just too That's normal. Too, yeah, it's, too normal. it's not special enough. Yeah. I don't. I don't think there's any S's here. Panda know. Express. Oh. There's also there's something I'd change about every one of these. Raising yeah. Canes. Um, I would put you know Zaxby's above that, so I can't give it an S. Yeah. Popeyes. You know, I don't. I wouldn't go there for a bunch of different stuff. Taco Bell, it's still Taco Bell. Yeah. You still feel a little shame, you know. Um, what a burger and Zaxby. I think we did all right. Yeah. I think we did all right. No, I give it S. I'll give this an S. If you go to, if you go to Manchester and you're in Ellisville, no, Winchester. You're in the mm. Winchester part of Baldwin. Yeah. Um, there's a little tiny Thai place called Rice Thai Bistro. Mm-hmm. That's by a a boxing gym or what used to be a boxing gym or whatever mm-hmm. um that's an s that is so good that's like some of the best type i've ever had for sure S-tier. um soul taco another one for me that soul taco's good uh I haven't had fantastic um uh, maybe next time we create a, a st louis food tier oh list. yeah we do it that way. But until then... Emo's Ian, F. Ian has a hard stop, and we've already betrayed it. So, folks, we're getting out of here. We'll talk about the rest of the blues and more playoffs next week. And we'll be back then. See ya. See ya.